Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki Konichiwa! Minasan konnichiwa! How are we all doing today? <laughs> Genki dena! Who's ready for their ABC exercises? Hi! All right! A for... All right, fuck. All right, we're done. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. We had a week off because I was on vacation have a little bit of R&R, and we had no extra time to record, so I apologize, go men, for that. But luckily, our two-parter was able to give us a proper upload schedule on another network, so we're actually on schedule now. We're all caught up. Uh, I am Matt, I am your host tonight, and to join me, the weeaboo, the newbie of the anime world, four years way, way, way down below me, as I am the senpai here, Ethan, what's up? Anime dote kun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, bro. What's up? Uh, how much? Uh, as I said, we, we, we took a little break. Uh, we're now excited to be back. And mm-hmm. uh, for all of you lovely people here. <laughs> I missed recording, dude. I, I, us- I, I did too, yeah. We just I just did not have time. I did, there was no other schedule to get and to get everything uploaded in time. Yeah, so. it feels good for me personally to be all caught up on anime. Like I'm literally all, all caught up. I've seen everything that we're gonna talk about today. And you're the yes. one that hasn't seen a couple of the things that we're gonna talk about, so I can't. Uh, yeah, you know, the only thing I have not seen was the My Hero. So, and you, did you see Slime? I'm not on Slime. You don't watch Slime. I don't watch Slime. Oh god damn it, dude. Yeah, no, it, it was like one of those too late for me when it was like almost over. <laughs> Oh, I mean, but you can still binge it because it's only fucking thirty nine uh, episodes. But I got, I got, I prefer fruit, fruits baskets if I'm gonna binge something right now. <laughs> Fair. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you on that. Yeah. You watch fruits baskets, especially since, especially, especially since that's over. Cry your eyes out to it, please. Yep. Uh, I, I'll, I'll think about slime. We'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. Add it to the list. If it, if it gets lighter, sure. We'll, we'll see. Maybe a couple episodes today. I mean, this season is going to be the lightest season of the year because the rest of the the rest of the seasons are going to be fucking crazy, bro. Some uh, fall going into into winter, it's just going to get be banger after banger after banger, dude. So, you right, know, right. It's time to be binging shit. You know, it's going to be at some point during this bitch. Like, I, I need to watch JoJo coming up because I know in twenty twenty two, um, right. you know, and I I've been watching JoJo since fucking like last like November, I think, and I still haven't. Fucking right, that's still that's been still so not many bad. I mean, yeah, but I binged, I binged like three seasons of JoJo, and then like I just <laughs> fell off a cliff because of all the seasonal shit that's going on. Like, dude, I watched sixty different anime last year in twenty twenty due to the pandemic. I'm already at fucking. Let me go to my list. Where am I at right now on this shit? Just now, as of July, I'm at fifty nine, dude. Fifty nine different titles. Like that's all right. Fucking, it's a lot that I'm like I'm watching, and they're all mostly seasonals. All of them are all mostly seasonals. If they're not all seasonals in movies, that's it. Right, so. right. Okay. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, we are, we have a definitely a big show planned for y'all, all of you lovely people. Uh, we got some news. We got uh, a couple of continuations to review, and then a movie, and then we're gonna talk about the summer stuff to close it off. <laughs> Less than. Uh, we got we four. got a great show. Uh, we're gonna start with some disappoint, uh, depressing news. Uh, so we we apologize for this in advance, but um, uh, I'll I'll show how it got developed first, like before the 
and like the the free partner. <laughs> uh, mm. First up, uh, the misfit, the yeah, the misfit of Demon King Academy, uh, the manga. First, it was on an indefinite hiatus due to uh, Kaya Haruka, the illustrator creator of the manga version of this series, uh, was terminally ill. So they put on a hiatus for her health, and then eventually, um, yeah, eventually it got canceled due to how terminal she was, and then eventually uh, she passed away on, I believe, July the seventh. So they had announced on July the seventh that they're taking a break. Knowing that she had already passed, dude. Yeah, That's I think like days, part. yeah, like days later, like no, that day they announced on oh. the day that she died that it's on right. a, on a hiatus, and then a week later they announced she died, and then I think they mentioned, I don't know if they mentioned it or if it was mentioned in the news that she had passed away on the seventh, which is the day that they announced that it was on hiatus. So they would have known already for a week that she was already passed away, which is you know I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I mean it's not my business cuz it's not my family member or not my not my production or any of that shit, but it, it it's definitely odd that they would do that. But regardless, we here at uh, Talk to Kiki do uh share yeah. condolences with uh with her family and uh with all the fans of that manga. Um did you ever watch the anime? Yeah, I did. It it made it to yeah, it made it to my uh, top 25 my top 25 last year. You know, I like that, it. It, it was it was at the very bottom, like the first the first set, like the first set of five. Yeah, I never I don't really do a top twenty five, but I didn't rank it very high. It was good. It was entertaining. Enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, if I if looking I forward to season two. Yeah, but, if, if uh, I did just top twenty, it wouldn't be on there. Be an honorable mention, but since I did uh, uh the twenty five, like it made like it just barely made it. Real quick sidebar: Why is it that like when people pass away, somebody else? That's like maybe close to the author doesn't pick it up and give it a decisive end because now with her being passed away, you know, we're never going to get an ending to, to Demon King. So it's like, well, no, you know, well, 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 no, uh, the light novel still going. That's what it originally is. So there was a light novel. Yeah. And, and someone and someone want to and well, someone want to make a manga version of it. That's how Shield Heroes. There's like there's a lot of variants of the light novels and then eventually got turned to a manga. And then the manga got eventually. Yeah, the, we have the manga. So then, why can't they get a, a new mangaka? Is what I'm kind of asking for for, for Misfit. Yeah, for any of these. You know, I mean, we well, have the same I, problem I, with I, Hunter, I, Hunter, I, Hunter, I, and others. You know, right? Well, I think just out of respect, like like that's theirs, unless they have permission to do it. I mean, they should. That's what I'm saying. Somebody should try and see. I mean, you know what? I'm just being selfish at this point. This yeah. comes off as I don't really care what it comes off as. Fuck you guys. But, I'm just <laughs> but <laughs> no, uh, I, just, I don't know. That's always my personal thought on it. Like, I just wish there was somebody that would like pick it up because it's a shame yeah. that we won't be able to get that. And yeah. you know, obviously, they have to be selective. You know, make sure they pick up somebody that'll do it right. Do the do the do that that right. artist justice. But I don't right. know. That's my two but, cents. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's still a shame, and we here offer our condolences for the family and loved ones. Indeed, and the fans too. Yeah, the real fans too. Yeah, so all you guys who had that follow the manga or just the manga, uh, like I said, there's still a light novel for those that read that. So, uh-huh. uh, anyway, I, one more set of bad news. This one isn't as bad, but it's still like, uh, uh-huh. Shield Hero is no longer going to be part of the uh, fall season of this year. It's got moved to spring, spring 2022. 22. Yep. And that's a shame. But you know, I'm not even that upset because it was we supposed to come so out much. in the fall so and it was it was in, incredibly stacked. So you know what? I'm kind of happy, not even going front that it happened that yeah. way. So, like, 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 there's, so much, there's so much that is so good coming out in fall, and it's just like uh 
it's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough call basically of what's gonna be like the best out of that bunch yeah it's gonna be one of the most competitive seasons I, I personally have ever seen and i you know like i said like you said i'm fairly new to the game only four years in but goddamn you know that's gonna be some shit boy well yeah uh, we're gonna talk about that once the summer's over we're, let's not get too ahead of ourselves because we still got a lot of it may be a little lighter but we still got a full set like even stuff we added that we didn't intentionally intend to add indeed 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 uh, so back to uh let's go ahead and get to some lighter news um let me lead off with this one yes uh Konosuba, my yes. favorite anime of all time because i pissed myself laughing over and over and over when i binged it during the summer last year during the pandemic Konosuba announced uh earlier this week or no i'm sorry late last week sorry that um they are going to have an anime project uh they haven't come out and said what it is so we don't know whether it's another movie we don't know whether it's a season three i'm hoping it's a season three but i'll take whatever i can get because i fucking adore this fucking hilarious show right uh, like, and this was this was on my birthday too so happy birthday to me <laughs> i said happy birthday Matt. i know i know this because i said it like an anime character Yes, you should have seen I, me. I did the little peace sign too in front of my in front of me. <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for that. Uh, I am excited. Uh, I'm definitely gonna yeah. It's Kosubos that is gonna be uh, is a must watch for me. I need to watch that first before Fruits Baskets, especially depending on when this gets released. We don't know when. Uh, most likely next year, with the sound of it. But it's good that everything. Is actually getting stuff like from the Isekai Quartet. Like you got Shield Hero next year. You got we already had ReZero season two, part two, Overlord with season four, Saga Time the Evil with season two confirmed, and then an OVA released a couple days ago. Which we should review. Did you saw it, right? Uh, I didn't get a chance to, so no, we'll we'll, we'll let you talk um, we'll God let you talk about it. You wanna save it for when you've seen it? Because we got a few things that we gotta say for you. Like I said, I ha- I haven't watched the show, so Oh, you haven't watched it? All right, then I'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll talk cool. about it uh, during uh, the set of reviews. Okay, I'll add it under Josie. Yes. Uh, anyway, it. fantastic news in je- overall. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. especially for the Kona Super fans. Uh, more positive news. Uh, first, uh, next month will be the end of Jojo Lion, which is the part eight of the Jojo manga, which has been for many years now. I think almost 10 years. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and they're finally going to do part nine, which is called Jojo Mama. Mm. Uh, we don't know if it's going to continue right away once the part eight is over, but it's all it's just, it is just a continuation of part eight, like no, like not just separate character. Like it's still Jojo Lion just as part nine. So there's more to tell for the part nine story. <laughs> so I guess it's similar from um. What's it called? Um, how they did the spinoff from uh, Diamond is Unbreakable to Kashibi Rohan, where they had the same characters, right? Right, but this is like, it, but it's not a spinoff, it's an actual thing. It's still uh, Josuke, like part eight Josuke, or Joe 2K. Jesus Christ. I don't know all the story. I don't, and it just. It, One and, does not simply explain JoJo. Shit, for real. Tell me about it. I still need, like I said before, I think we said it off air. Or no, I said it during air. What the fuck am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was saying, yeah. You're getting old, bro. Fucking hell. God uh, damn it. Ah. Uh, but uh, I've held off on the Part 8 manga until it was completely done. Uh, now I can actually re- read it all at once. Uh, part 7 manga, uh, 
speedball run. That's great. You're going to love that whenever that guy's animated. And, uh, True. uh did, yeah, didn't you have news for Bell, the movie Bell? Um, oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, Bell is doing fantastic. Bell is number one in the theaters right now. Let me see if I can pull it up on uh, Crunchyroll quick because I posted it earlier in the day. Um, I may not be able to pull it up anymore because it might be passed. I don't know. Let me see real quick. Here it is. Bell, number debuts at number one with an impressive 1.85 billion. Yen. Oh, I'm sorry, never mind. That's going to Hathaway is 1.85 billion yen in this six week. My bad. It debuted number one this week with 890 million yen. That's approximately, uh, uh, looks like, let me see. Let me read the actual beginning. It says, um, Mamoru Hosanda's much-awaited much new film was released in 416 theaters across Japan on Friday, July 16th, then earned 680 million yen, which is equivalent to 6.2 million U.S. dollars, on 459,000 admissions on its first Saturday and Sunday, making an impressive number one debut for its opening with a total of 890 million yen, which is probably the equivalent of like 8-point-something million u.s dollars which is really good for a japanese anime movie um and so yeah it's basically long story short for those who don't know bell is basically japan's version of beauty and the beast in anime form and i can't wait till they release it hopefully in the u.s at some point so i could definitely watch it right 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 but uh but yeah uh great news for that uh i don't know when yep. we're getting it you know, also, um, I think Ernie posted a shout out to Ernie. Ernie posted this in the in the group that they debuted it the day before on that Thursday at the Canes Music Festival. At the end of this at the end of the film, it received a 14 minute standing ovation. That's yeah, that's that's great. Uh, that's I'm excited. I, I hope we get it this year. I but, doubt uh, it. I doubt it. It's probably it'll probably be like January, February, if anything. Fuck it. I'm still going to watch it. We'll review oh, yeah, it no, here. No. Oh, yeah, once, it, once we're able to get it, we'll watch it, even if it's just feeders or something. But we'll we'll find a way mm -hmm. for you, lovely people. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Legal way, legal way, because we legal. don't yeah, guess believe we, in the pirate we, su support, support your anime, support the support the industries. You cheap motherfuckers. Exactly. Even if you got to watch High Dive, which is terrible dub. <laughs> I fucked up. Did you? Did I, did I fucked up? No, I'm just saying fucked up. Oh, I've already said you fucked up. <laughs> no, I said no, fuck dub. Fuck dub, oh, yeah. I know, but I'm saying, like, the they, it comes on my Facebook advertisement, the high dub. They had to check out all these great dubs, and they showed redo the healer dub. You don't redo the healer. <laughs> Bro, I can't. You know, I really am excited to try and get a high dub sub at some point, because there's so many different animes. Like, not only that, there's a bunch of... um. There's, there's a few exclusive subs. Yeah, they, I want to watch... Just finding uh, time to buy it. I watched Clanad. I had a 30-day trial. I did watch Clanad on there. And, I mean, there's okay. a bunch of anime that I want to watch. Um, I, a bunch of Yuri anime, um, a bunch of rom-coms, um, and then um, things like Redo the Healer. And uh, one of the new anime that we're not going to be reviewing, but I will watch at some point. Um, I think it's a uh, the house uh, dormitory, like house mother yes. dormitory. Yeah, right. right. Um, um, yeah. That looks hilarious and super etchy. And they have an uncensored version, and so I'll be looking forward to watching that whenever the hell I get a high dive. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I know there was a there, there was one Marte posted that I was curious about. That uh, was that depressing one called the article it's not depressing but um it's um god damn it um ah oh, fuck uh shoujo uh kigeki shoujo or something like that higeki kageki shoujo it, it's something it's like something eki shoujo i know that much i mean i could look it up it's not that damn difficult give me two seconds ichi ni san yon shi rok nana yeah, uh, yeah kageki shoujo 
There we go. It took me 11 seconds for it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard great stuff about it. So I read the plot, and it's just not something I'm interested in. But I did read that article that Marte posted. Shout out, Marte. And it definitely intrigued me because it is something that you and I kind of appreciate and like when it comes to darker themes of anime that are really sad, especially involving girls and, and the not-so-nice yeah. Hell, it might be wondering, but actually good. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'll I'll leave my mind open to it. You watch it. Right. You let me know. And then if it seems like you know something that I would enjoy, you sell it to me, and I'll probably watch right, it because. Well, yep. You know. uh, there, there's no. I don't think there's new episodes on Wednesdays, right? That we normally watch. Uh, uh for you, I watch Sukumichi on Wednesdays. I have an anime show every day. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll check. If there's nothing, yeah, if I got nothing to watch tomorrow, then I'll probably binge those couple, two or three episodes. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays for me are light, and then Monday through yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday is nothing, so. I mean, I have Slime Tuesday, Sukumichi Wednesday, Scarlet right, Next. I mean, I mean, for me, so just, I, like, yeah, like yeah. for me, I have nothing on Tuesday. There you go. So, so that helps me. So that's that could be like a binge day for me. All right, there you go. All right, and speaking of, uh, one more set of news before we close this part off of it. Um, for those that are aware, about five days ago, Beastar Season 2, which was a, technically a winter Anime for 2021 got released uh, globally on Netflix, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and due to how popular it was, because uh, I, I love what it sounded like you said doo doo, doo to fucking juvenile here. Uh, I mean, bro, my fucking uh, headshot is Kazuma for this fucking uh, anime right, uh, right. thing. So I mean, what did so you expect? Do you, so do you yell out "Give me Shako" to people? Yeah, I do. All right, very good, good man. Uh, but yeah, anyway, with how popular it's got the the manga series is and the anime itself, we are getting a third season. Uh, I feel like this might be the last one. The, I know the manga is over. I guess it depends on how many episodes we have uh, for season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't watched season two yet. We are going. I am going to review it next week to see. Yes, yeah, to, to see if it holds up. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. I just can't get into animals, man. Animals and androids for me fall in the same like category. It just I don't know. I, it, you would think anime is kind of just so crazy, like I, it shouldn't matter. But for me, I feel like I feel like it does. It just doesn't hit right when. Well, I, I love well I love me the androids, but as for the animals, uh, this was stuff my friends recommended. So mm-hmm. outside that, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I've got that recommendation a bunch of times too, and it's just like, yeah, ah, yeah. I and then I actually read the manga. First, after those recommendations, and I found out yeah. the the there was season one on Netflix. Okay, then I actually watched it, and it was actually good. It's like okay, you know what? Let's uh, let's keep going, and uh, so we'll see how how much they cover in this arc for season two. Mm-hmm, if we get a mm-hmm. idea on if there's going to be one more season or maybe more, we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, very happy for the creator of B Stars having uh having their series get more get more positive feedback. Uh, I believe that covers the news for now. And with that, it's time to pay our bills. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back on Talk to Kiki Radio. All righty. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, we're back, everyone. Tadaima! 
All righty. Uh, time for our next topic. We're going to have uh, the continuation series uh, reviews. Um, and then we're going to talk about the movie we saw last week for you lovely people. We're going to save that the best for last. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... So real quick, before we do that, before we do that, real quick, let me just go the because we mentioned Tanya the Evil real quick. Uh, Tanya the Evil did come out with a new OVA um, over the last couple of weeks. Oh, it's available on Crunchyroll exclusively. Um, it was pretty good uh, considering it was very lighthearted. It was very short too. It was only sixteen minutes. Normal episodes normally around you know anywhere from. 21 to 23 minutes um it's short 16 minutes but it was very lighthearted. um the gang is sent some flavorless pasta and during their recon missions um in the desert they attack all of the enemy um uh like ammo depots and coincidentally they all happen to have different uh things to make amazing pasta so they they got wine from one they got basil and oregano from another they got tomato sauce from another it's kind of funny when you really look at it but at the end of the day, they're able to make a um, a wonderful pasta pasta dinner um, throughout the show, um, considering they're all in the uh, desert in 1925. So, um, yeah, like I said, very lighthearted. Gave it three stars. It's a fun little watch. You know, something to break up your uh, your your monotonous routine if you have one for anime or something to get you excited for the new season of Tiny Evil that's coming out uh, next year. Like we're all any of the fans are looking forward to. So that's my two cents on that. All right, very good. And then uh, you saw the new My Hero Academia. I didn't get a chance to yet, so mm-hmm. if you want to talk about that briefly, go ahead. It's a beach episode. Oh, good. I'm glad I didn't watch. <laughs> no, 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 no. So it's, so basically everyone heard, like, it's a beach episode, so it must be filler, right? Not quite. So basically, it, yeah, it's a beach episode because of the fact that the girls are on the beach. Basically, the episode centers around Uraraka and uh, and um, Froppy, Uravity and Froppy. Uh, <clears throat> they are uh, in the um, in their work study, and they're summoned by um, the seal hero, the one who taught um, Froppy in the <coughs> excuse me in the previous work study. And so basically, um, one of the things that happened, one of the many events that's happening in the the villain world is there was an explosion of a, of a drug uh, plant called Trigger um, in the forest, and it caused a massive wildfire, the biggest wildfire in Japan's history, according to the, the episode. And so one of the things that happened with the wildfire is the chem- the chemicals that were supposed to be used to make it disappeared. They were taken out before the big fire happened. So they happened to find them out on the sea, and the episode is basically about them trying to recover. Um, and at the same time, Froppy and Yudarapa are... Um, what's it called are you know trying to go plus ultra and go um, you know above and beyond and so um they end up saving the day and they recover the drugs and all's well that ends well and we see uh uh Uravity think of deku and not give up and, and as well as be equally shy because she likes him and hasn't admitted it yet so cute little story it's not a filler episode it's right. just because okay. of the fact it doesn't get as much hype because of the fact that it's not the big three it's not endeavor it's not um uh what's it called shiraki the fucking the villain right 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 yeah. right so it's not anything to do with them, but it's still a worthwhile episode. You know, if you like my hero, watch it. If you don't give a fuck, then whatever. Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, good stuff. And now the stuff that we have watched. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Now, first we're gonna start with uh, Two Year Eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, that whole axe to the face. Let's just start with that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking what oh a my nice ass pro. All right. So anyway, uh, for the people that know, he, he's at a prison type of type type of ordeal. He's now in this island, and he has to fight to the death to get those to save Granny. He wants to save Granny. Pr on, yeah. 
and he pretty much has to live. It's like, okay, I can't die, so this is fine. You see so, somebody get chopped in half and throws up. That's lovely. Yes, and uh, he's ready to fight. He gets trampled by everyone who's killing each other, and that poor ring announcer who got shot with an arrow while he was talking. <laughs> you see afterwards, and the next day they had yeah, two fucking the, armed yeah, guys someone else. and this girl. <laughs> I was like, what's this shit? Like, what's this shit? <laughs> it kind of reminded me of fucking um, of Ragnarok when the fucking guy gets blown up or something, and then he like he's right, 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 right. Except this guy can't come back because he's the uh, fucking. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, that, but yeah, that shit was crazy. And uh, but yeah, again, like he gets he gets hit with all these weapons, impaled, sliced, axe, sword, and he's just like, I'm I'm alive, type of ordeal. And the guy's like, Oh my god, I forgot, I'm hungover, uh, and he fucking keels over. He's like, Nope, this ain't happening. So screw you all. Basically, yeah, pretty much. And then uh, he's like, okay, where's where's the lady? He's like, no, you can't. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Tonari, the girl? The, yeah. the little girl, the new one. Yeah, the bitch. Yeah, that one. Like, oh, yeah, uh, this is basically a prison. People die if you try to steal because we're very limited on resources. Join us, and then you can eventually get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like her at all. She's a bitch. Definitely not a fan of her. But the big shock... Is that night? So basically, he finds right. out the truth about how he was kidnapped and him and Pioran. He finds out about Pioran, um, and what happened in Yanome, and that's the reason why they got uh, they they basically got Pioran, which makes more sense. I can understand that. Um, but yeah, Fushi basically is a casualty because of that. So they're trying to say, Fushi, stick with us, stick with us, and he's like, No, fuck you guys. I can't believe I'm here. That I just want to see Pioran, whatever. He goes his own way. So he ends up sleeping behind a wall of some sort in some building, and we see someone that looks like from Yanome come over and sniff him like okay and then this person licks him which is very creepy super fucking no creepy. no you don't know who that is yeah and we find out later on that's fucking yeah. uh P- panora perona 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 no uh-huh. that's, Hay- that's hayase hayase oh the oh the, the bitch that got fucking sliced in half by perona right no like no the one that wanted the kid that, that wanted to sacrifice march yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the, the one that got clawed. Yeah, the one that got clawed when he was a bear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that now, was yeah, so now, super yeah. creepy. Yeah, now, super yeah, she's now obsessed with Fushi. <laughs> super fucking creepy. Like that face, bro. She got her whole long ass tongue on his cheek, and he's like knocked the fuck out, and she just has this fucking like demented ass look on her face. That creeped me the fuck out when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Again, because she just she's now obsessed with. She wants to have a baby with Fushi to have a, this immortal being as uh, a baby. I didn't know that. What yeah. The, well, that that's a spoiler for you people. Sorry. <laughs> wow. So she's gonna try and get Fushi's nut. Yeah, she has, has a cult. She, that's right. She has a cult that worships Fushi. What the fuck? I wonder if Fushi's and, ever busted nut though. Can he bust a nut? He should be able to, because he's able to. He's able to like grow. Like if he stays in that body for too long. Yeah, Even, but, but but if he changes back, then that's it. But, but I, he I don't... all the time. That's the thing, though. Yeah, I, and I how old? How old was the boy when he died? Like 13, 12? He, he wasn't that old. Which one? The the original boy, the one who. who yeah. Became, he was like what twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> I mean, I guess he must have had what red dreams by then, but still. Oh. Anyway, we but, we definitely are digressing. Let's move. Let's keep on going. <laughs> yeah, and and then uh, during the next one-on-one fight, uh, he turns to Parana. He does. Yeah, um, is she dead? Like, cause my, no. Or, so what, 
I think was it you or somebody else that I saw that wrote that basically um, he was trying to think of what to do, what to do. So l- let me backtrack. Let's let us backtrack real quick. So he's he's in his second round fight with this like old crazy guy, and he's trying to talk him down, trying to talk him down. Like you can't beat me. Please stop. I don't want to hurt you. Da da da. Yeah. And he's just attacking, attacking, attacking. Fight me, fight me, fight me. And the crowd's like fight him, fight him, fight him. And he's right. like confused. He's like I don't know what to do. He turns into he turns into uh, the wolf. And pins him down, but then lets him up because he feels sorry for the guy. And he turns into Goo Goo and spits off a ring of fire, which is really cool. But that right. doesn't really affect the dude. So he's panicking. Fushi's panicking. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know what to do. And he's thinking what to do, what to do, what to do. And he thinks of March, but he can't turn into March because the knockers have the March form. Right. So when he starts thinking about the past, he comes up with Parana. And he turns into Parana. So basically, he can, as he as as he stated before, he can he can basically recreate anything that has stimulated him. So the fact that he recognized that Parana was able to stimulate him in that moment when he was thinking of March was probably right, the okay. why he turned into March. And so with a nice swift kick, um, he, uh, what's it called old man attacks. She dodges and she's like, "Oh my god, I feel so light because she's a, a young skinny girl." And he fucking karate kicks the shit out of the guy, knocked him unconscious, and he moves on to the second round. Meanwhile, we have the crazy fucking uh, Yanome bitch looking fucking looking at uh, what's it called Fushi with her crazy ass to end the episode. But yeah, uh, definitely, uh, definitely just interesting episode. Uh, next week is definitely going to be crazy with this fight. Uh, especially mm-hmm. when he eventually gets to Hayase. Yeah, because she also uh, is in, She's in it. And she wrecked face in her group. So. Oh, yeah. No mercy. <laughs> yup. Yup. All right. So, can we get to Tokyo Revengers? <laughs> yes, we, we can talk to Tokyo. Uh, we, yeah, since we missed a week, uh, a lot of shit happened. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, we're going to talk about both of them. <laughs> First off, fucking. This guy's an idiot. Fucking uh, Takamichi's an idiot because of the fact that oh, yeah. the whole reason why this whole thing happened most likely is because of the fact that he punched this dude unfucking provoked in the face. Right, exactly. That's uh, literally we're, why we're, he hates we're, this guy. we're gonna get to that in just a second. Oh my god! Dude. Uh, I he saw comes. That shit, I was like, wow, you fucking yeah. idiot. Oh yeah, he goes back to the past and he finds out. Oh yeah, we're gonna have the new third commander, and you find out it's Kisaki. And uh, this gets Takemichi so furious, he punches him in the face during that. And it led to a lot of trouble with uh, Baji. <laughs> it's like, I, I, yeah, I, I want to fight. So, Yeah, basically. And so that was the episode, what, 12, I think it was? Uh, I believe it's 13. 11. No, well, we're already up to 14. Hold on. I can always go to it myself. We are on episode uh, 14 15. and 15. Yeah, so we basically just recapped the episode. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking about 14 right now with uh, Kimchi. Yeah, so basically at the end of that fight, um, what's called Bajikun beats the shit out of Takamichi. He stopped though, and then um, like I'm leaving. Yeah, and so then uh, Mikey and Takamichi have a conversation. Um, meanwhile, being over overheard by uh, uh, Mitsuya. <clears throat> I think he's being over by Mitsuya. But basically, yeah. um, uh, Mikey is telling Takamichi about how much pay oh, sorry, not pay on fucking uh, Baji, how much Baji means to him and how he's an original member and we want to keep him. And so I need you to save him. If you don't save him, I'm going to kill you. And uh, Takamichi's like, that's fine, but I need something from you. And he goes, what? And um, Kisuke, get rid of Kisaki. He wants him to get rid of Kisaki. And uh, it's Kisaki, not Kisaki. Kisaki. Sorry. 
It's that was bothering me the way you're saying it. But um, anyway, so I want you to fire him, and he's like, okay, with his little smiley face. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the end. And then also, like I mentioned, Mitsuya was overhearing the conversation. So Mikey calls out Mitsuya for being a spy, basically, like, oh, why are you eavesdropping? Da 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 da. And so, so you're um, stuck with him. Yeah, so now, all right, thank you for, for being here. Now, you know, uh, what's it called? Takamichi's officially a member of, Ton- of Toman, and he's going to be in the second division with you. And we also find out that uh, Penchin, what's his name? Pachin. Pachin. Pachin is also uh, in the second division now that um, Pei Yan is uh, in jail from the third division. So we found right. that out as well. And we also find out in episode 15 that the reason why Pachin most likely moved to the second division um, is because of the fact that um, since, uh, what's his face, since uh, Kisaki took over the third division, he brought all of his guys that used to be in Mobius into the third division, right. which made it now the, the biggest division. And that's why that basically that whole division is basically his division. And that's why anybody that was in that division that used to be part of Pachin's um, is, um, or Payan Kun, rather, um, is now uh, scattered amongst the rest of the. the, and, the, the and during class, we see Kazutora. Yes. Who is looking for Takemichi. And he's like, okay, hey, come with me. You're my buddy, basically. We're going to Valhalla's base. Yes. Like, I'm going to take you there. You're looking for it. I got you because you guys are geeking out on uh, delinquents, gangs, and all that, learning this history. That was a little fun little lore, by the way. (laughs) It was. No, it really was. It was perfect. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's like, oh, yeah, these are my friends that broke their leg, one right leg and the other one the left leg. It's fine. Anyway, so so they so they go to the hideout, which is an abandoned arcade, and there you see Baji beating down someone he a close friend of his in that division. Oh, the commander, his, the, the vice commander of the first yes. division. Right, That's he just crazy. beating the shit out of him, someone he knew for years. He's like, "Hey, I did this. Uh, can I join Valhalla?" And they're like, "Well, we need a witness." And they're bitches there. That's why he was there. Yep. And uh, we find that uh, what's his face? Um, Kasutora. No, the leader. Um, I forget his name now. Oh, the sub leader, the leader of Valhalla. Um, I forget his damn name. Uh, uh, Hanma. 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 Su- yeah, Hanma Suji is um the leader at this moment. Although he's not the actual leader, they said the the, le- the leader is in the shadows. Um, which something tells me might be Kasaki, but that's just I think so. Too. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we see that Hanma is um there and like all right well we got the witness da 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 so congratulations you're now part of valhalla and then takamichi his bright ass is like wait why are you betraying him he realizes when he looks at uh kasutora that yeah he was in that photo member it's the sixth founding member and you know that's why they have beef da 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 and so the episode ends with um, basically Takamichi in their fucking lion's den, basically in the in the Valhalla hideout, basically going to challenge to try and save uh, Baji from Valhalla, which is going to be absolutely insane. Like I'm really oh hoping he doesn't God. fucking die. He may fucking die. Well, That's fucking. They bad. they could kill him. <laughs> I mean, obviously the the manga keeps going, so no matter what happens, it's going to keep on going. But I, I right. like, does he die back to life? Does you know what the fuck happens? Like you know, like it's crazy. Right, right. It's super antsy though. That episode, like toward the end, I was definitely antsy. I was like, "Oh God, oh God." I agree. Uh, anyway, I think that that concludes the uh, continuations. And then um, before we get to the summer, we're gonna talk. We're going to quickly review. Sorry, not quickly. We're, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, the movie that came out on between July 12th and 14th, uh, Josie, the Tiger and the Fish. Mm-hmm. And this was. 
absolutely beautiful for one that's why i get that part out of the way it was it really was do you want to go first all right we're not gonna give away any spoilers we're just gonna give you a simple premise and then we'll talk about very again we'll talk about very little stuff without giving anything major away this is a review so if it's a review you kind of have to spoil shit dude Uh, i yeah yeah i guess we have no choices uh sueno i believe that's that's how you pronounce his name sueno yeah yeah, so I know uh, he's basically uh, a college student, and uh, hey, no more high school, finally. Yeah, he's a he's a senior too at that, dude. Yeah, senior college student, look, uh, working extra hours just to get a trip, just so he can pay for a scholarship in Mexico. He's an aspiring oceanographer, for those who don't know. Aspiring. Yeah, so he he lo- he loves the ocean. He he scuba dives weekly. It looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. One day, as he's walking home from work, a long shift, um, he gets, I guess he stops. He sees a girl in a wheelchair flying towards him. He saves her from uncertain doom. And we find out the girl's name is Josie, and she is a uh, physically handicapped girl. And uh, yeah, that's where everything kicks off. Yes. And then uh, you find out it's uh, she was accompanied by her grandmother, who lost track of her in the wheelchair, and then she fell, accidentally fell. He's like, you can't be in the outside world because the whole point was she didn't want Josie outside. And the something fact that tells her, like there was some sort of like some sort of like I, I wouldn't call it abuse. So that's, that, that's like, some, well, as if you never we don't know that much about Josie's backstory. Just she was in a wheelchair, so we don't know what happened between. And I wish they would have fleshed that out. That's something that now do you bring it up? That, I, I, that, I, think, that. I think that's my only little nitpick. Even just like the grandma talking about this a little bit. Like, the grandma just felt like she was, like, holding her back. And then eventually she just kind of gave up. And she's just like, you know, whatever. Which is kind of sad because, you know, obviously the grandma's old. She dies later on. But she only dies after Josie finally, like, tells her herself, like, you know, the world's not that scary. And they leave. And she fucking has, like, this. this, (laughs) Joke's on you. And then she fucking dies. Like, what the fuck? That was... That was kind of raw. All right. Anyway, we are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yes. Let's. let's All right. Uh, Sueno saves Josie, and then Josie's like, "She's a Sundari. She's basically Taiga from uh, Toradora." That was a good personality. That was was a very good uh, comparison when you said that. I was like, "Wow, that makes total sense." Just, just less violence physically. (laughs) Yeah. The grandma invites uh, Sueno over for dinner as a thank you. Um. Uh, Josie basically calls Sueño a pervert because of the fact that she was on top of him. She landed on top of him. Yeah, to catch it at her. It's like, you're welcome. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's a fucking, she thinks she's a pervert. And so they have the dinner. She leaves. And then the grandma says, I have a job for you if you're willing to take it. And he's like, okay. She's like, okay, cool. Come back to like whenever, Thursday or some shit. So yeah, like um, the next day. (laughs) So he comes back to the house and like, what's the job? They're like, you're going to listen to her every beck and command, women command. And that's it. I'm going to the casino bar, buy or to drink or think either way. I'm going to the bar. Yeah, I'm basically, basically, I'm paying you a lot of money to look after her. <laughs> yeah. And so Josie tortures the shit out of him by making him fucking count the dots on the, on the on carpet the, and stand on yeah. your knees for hours so, so he can understand what it's like for her to be on her knees all the time because she can't use her legs. And uh, it's pretty fucking bad. And he, she literally drives Sueño to fucking go get drunk at the bar with her with his friends. Yeah, That's how the bad fact that wants to quit. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. And so, um, yeah, over the course, I mean, we can keep on going and give you details of this thing. But basically, over the course of the of the, of the movie, um, they end up getting closer and closer the more that uh, Sueño basically opens himself up to her. So that way she can kind of open herself up to him. 
when she's right. gone one day, um, she he goes into her room, which he wasn't supposed to do, but he goes into her room trying to find her and notices she's an amazing artist and she loves the ocean. From there, they basically bond over their love of the ocean and of the sea right. and of fish, things of that nature, and they slowly and steadily become closer. Um, and then, as we mentioned, um, uh, Josie's grandmother dies, and that's a whole new, like, venture uh, that they oh, have. You're, holding, you're missing something. Uh, this pisses off one of us two and his friends, uh, Mai. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Mai be- is uh, basically loves Sueno and doesn't say it. And yeah, the, the, hold on. We got, hold on. Uh, Sueno has two friends, by the way, Mai and Hayato. Let's just mm-hmm. get that out of the way. Because uh, they're, they're good. Hayato- well, I, I like Hayato. <laughs> He's a man whore, but he's a really he really cares about his friends and he's a really good guy as a whole. He just is a flirt, which is funny most times. Sometimes yeah. it's like, uh, come on, dude. But other times, like, you know, I mean, he, throughout the movie, especially toward the end, he plays a fantastic role in saving everything that goes on between Josie, Mai and, and, and Sueño as a whole. So, um, yeah, but basically um, over this course, as Sueño becomes closer to Josie and, and Mai realizes it, Mai becomes jealous so much so that he that she I don't know if. I guess you can call it semi-intentionally sabotages the relationship. Between... I think it was intentional. I would say semi-intentional because I don't think she meant it to be that. Well, she never. Well, she never, well to be fair, she never wanted her to go. Wanted him to go in the first place. Yeah, but so that's why it wasn't so much the relationship as much as it was for him. But she was super selfish when she talked to Josie. She confronts Josie after finding out where she kind of has an idea where she lives because of uh, how much Sueño talks about her and it basically sabotages uh, their relationship. It causes a humongous strain on Josie, um, who doesn't really explain to Sueño what's going on. Sueño doesn't pick up on it and never finds out truly what happens in that moment. Um, so they go to the sea, um, which, again, they bond by the sea. They she, He takes her to the sea, and she, they have a fight. She goes away. As she goes away, she gets stuck in the middle of a... Um, of a crosswalk uh, during a rainy day and Sueño goes to save her. But before he goes to save her, there's a car, oncoming car coming. So it swerves, it smashes Sueño and leaves Josie there. And we see an unconscious Sueño all fucked up and bleeding. And Josie just loses her mind because, oh my God, I just caused him to die, whatever. And yeah. we find out that Sueño, it, now the roles are reversed, which is a beautiful bit of storytelling. The roles are reversed where Sueño now is in a wheelchair he basically has to learn to walk. He may have had his dream taken away. And the whole principle of the story is about dreams and about pursuing your dreams and the sacrifices you have to make to fi- to make your dreams come true. Um, it's a very nice, uh, basically underlying, like, or you know, I wouldn't say underlying. Basically, a big theme of the of the of the movie is about your dreams. Like the, the so, tiger, the, ti- also yeah. the tiger, so, the fish. There was the obstacles. Yeah. And we should mention where the tiger comes from. Basically, Josie, go, they take, Suenya takes Josie to the uh, to the zoo, and she's like, I want to see a tiger. I want to see a tiger. She takes to see a tiger. She's scared shitless, you know, and that's the first time we see, like, some affection there because she holds on to Suenya and stuff. But basically, she equates the tiger to the universe and to Suenya, and as her, the fish, you know, the girl that freely goes into the, uh, in the ocean and stuff. And wants to be a part of the ocean. That's where you get that that little dynamic, which is again very good storytelling. So anyway, um, as Sueño basically wants to give up um, on the uh, on the on his dreams, basically, um, Josie just trying to find a way, trying to find a way to save him, trying to find a way, and she comes up. And with her art, and by the way, during this process, also she be, she also becomes close to a librarian. She makes her first friend, Kana. and Kana Chan. Yeah, she's I love Chana too. Kana's oh, one yeah. of the best characters in the movie um and josie finds an outlet through reading stories to little children 
And that's how she's able to kind of get over her social anxiety, which is also a, a, a semi like minimal part of the, of the thing. But it's definitely there if you can look out for it. Um, she basically has social anxiety and using her reading and drawing to break out of that. Um, she enlists the help of uh, Hayato to bring Sueño to the library where she reads uh, a custom story, basically a, a Little Mermaid, except her version of the Little Mermaid. And she does the drawing and she creates the story. And it is one of the most beautiful fucking stories you will ever listen. Like, I definitely at that point, I was crying in the movie theater because of how beautiful that fucking story was. Oh, yeah, it was just gorgeous. Basic, gorgeous story, gorgeous storytelling, gorgeous artwork, gorgeous animation throughout the way they laid it all out, the way the emotions and the, the delivery, everything was just so impeccable. Um, but yeah, the um, anyway, basically convinces uh, Sueño not to give up. Sueño goes into rehab, uh, physical uh, rehab, I should say, for his um, for his injury, and slowly gets better, slowly gets better, slowly get better. And then um, one day, uh, he's basically scheduled to be released from the hospital on Christmas, and he asks Josie to be the one to pick him up. And then something, I guess, happens with, oh, I think something happens with Maya and Josie, where Maya basically, basically yeah, confesses. Yeah, she, blamed she, her. She, she, went to, she went to Josie's house, knock and yeah. hey, she's mine, you're not going to do shit. I know everything about him, unlike you, so I'm a better mash than you. And then Josie's like, hold the brakes, bitch, let's go. I... Know his you may be a better match, but you know, like exactly, like, like, you might know everything about him, but I actually understand him. Like I understand his goals. I understand how he's feeling, and mm-hmm. I know I can help him way more than you can. So suck on my crippled tits. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm done. Yo, that's a new insult. What's up, crippled tits? <laughs> exactly. Yo, but basically, she's like, you know, Mai's like, all right, if that's how you feel, then do something, and that's when she makes the story. But um, something happens in between that, basically, and Josie doesn't go to pick up uh, Sueño, and Sueño basically gets a Mai, and uh, what's the other girl we just mentioned from the Mai. Maya? Mai. No, the, the, the librarian. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kana? Kana. Kana. Yeah. Mai. Hayato. They all search for Josie. All search for Josie. Can't find her. Can't find her. Can't find her. And then he... Uh, Sueño realizes where she would have gone it was to face the tiger so she faces the right. tiger again she confronts her fears but nothing really happens afterwards she goes basically on her way home and she ends up getting stuck in the snow and she falls down the same in a beautiful and again more beautiful storytelling in the same moment where Josie and, and, and Sueño meet that same like long winding uh, cliff basically um, she falls down it again except this time Sueño is there to reach out and he grabs her and they confess their feelings to each other and they love each other and they share yes. a nice kiss. Um, another moment that made me cry, a beautiful kiss. And basically, you know, Sueño confirms that, you know, I want to be with you, but I'm not going to give up on my dream. Um, I'm going to get both. I'm going to have both and that's fine with everybody. And so, yeah, you know, yeah he, he goes to college. Hey, hey, once goes to college, college we'll, goes to Mexico, we'll he, gets, he stays with Josie and surprises her when he comes back. Um, one of the beautiful things about that ending also is the fact that at the beginning, um, when they're starting to get close, um, Josie takes Sueño to a... Um, and by the way, this is all taking place in the city of Osaka. I don't know if you picked up on that, Matthew. Right. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically in picking up in the middle of Osaka. Um, it's a beautiful city. It's one of the, the biggest cities in, in Japan. And so they t- he takes her, or she takes him rather, to... Um, they have like a long stretch of, uh, of um, a cherry blossom of um, sakura trees and so she mentioned they, they do this during the fall 
um, the previous year. And they're basically saying like, hey, you know, during the spring, you know, it looks like, you know, what, what, what was the saying that they said? It looks like some type of like it basically lights up um, because of the, the cherry blossoms. So, you know, she's like, OK, you know, we'll come back to, or he's like, OK, we'll come back during the spring. So he goes off to Mexico, comes back the following year on spring break. And as Josie's yeah. sitting on a bench drawing um, whatever she's I think she's drawing Sueño and her just in her mind. Right. Sueño walks up to her and she's shocked, like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me you're coming back. They're like, yeah, I'm here for, for vacation. I'm here to be with you. And they live happily ever after. And it's, again, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. There were right. many moments in that that made me like you know just cry like i was silently crying i wasn't ugly crying like i was during violet evergarden um right. or during you know fruits baskets or anything like that but in terms of the movie itself there were plenty of powerful moments like i wrote in my um in my review on my anime uh instagram i anime 24 i underscore anime 24 um the music was sensationally done beautiful compositions that were that were uh, selected. that's a fade. that's the same person that did the violet evergarden scores and it makes total sense and is absolutely gorgeous it, gorgeous compositions everything flowed the way it should have sad songs were sad happy songs are very uppity and cheerful and everything blended in quite well animation is unique oh yeah but it's amazing amazingly done um especially the animation involving anything sea related um truly truly beautiful um and yeah like i said the story itself is wonderful storytelling. The only bit of nitpicking that we can basically, I think we agree on, is that they probably could have fleshed out Josie's story more so we can get a little bit more sympathy. Like, why is she crippled? You know, like, why is she handicapped? Was there an accident? Was she born that way? Um, what sort right. of, a, did she endure some sort of abuse that made her grandmother feel that the outside world is bad? You know, like, was she bullied? Like, what's going on? Was she homeschooled? Like, what? What's what really is going on for Josie and her grandmother to feel this way about the world before Sueño shows up in their lives and opens them up to a whole new world, basically. So, right. Um, that's beyond it though. I mean, I still gave it five stars. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie. I, I can't recommend it enough. Like I said, if, if you understand the, the harsh realities of, 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 social anxiety of of finding love and accepting love no matter who it is and this man in this case you know a normal average man falls in love with a, a girl who's disabled which that's kind of a rare love you know you don't really find that too often where you have you know able-bodied people falling in love with disabled folk um of, of any variety it just doesn't really happen unfortunately due to the negative stigmas involved with that and sacrifices and things of that nature so the fact that um that was the main theme of that is that acceptance of love um is beautiful and then also just that that process of understanding a person that is broken because of whatever circumstance and being able to rehabilitate them um right. to, for them to be able to, to be a better person and live a better life that's stupendously done um another theme as we mentioned or as i mentioned before was um just the principle of um uh what's it called of god damn it now i'm forgetting what the fuck the principle of what the fuck i was gonna say was Right. Fuck, it's gonna drive me nuts. I forgot <laughs> what I was going to. Either way, I can go on and on about the show, but we just, definitely can. We can go on and on, but it's ah. really, 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 really well done movie. Five star movie. Can't recommend it enough. Right. Um, which, please, I, wherever you can watch it, if you want to buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out, if you if you want to, I, I can't advocate the pirate life, but this movie is so sensational. If you did the pirate life, I, I probably wouldn't complain all that much because it's just, it was fucking great. Absolutely. Yeah. Funny enough, there was a live-action movie of this in uh, 2003. Really? Yeah. Is that old? 
Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there was a live action version of it in 2003. Mm-mm. And then there was a and there was a South Korean live action version of it in uh, 2020, just called Josie. Oh wow! Dreams is what I was gonna say. The underlying, the main topic is dreams. Following dreams, supporting dreams. Don't give up. Dreams. Don't ever give up, no matter your your roadblocks or circumstances. That's even something that's mentioned in the anime. No matter the circumstance, no matter the roadblock, I will overcome it. I'll go through it, and I'll achieve what I deserve because this is what I've always wanted. It's superb. superb. Yes, exactly. Very, very good stuff. Excellent stuff. I know it'll be released on Blu-ray in Japan August 25th. As for when we're getting it, uh, probably a couple months after. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on it for those that have missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Please be patient. Don't stream. Don't do legal streams for the love of God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not going to implore that, but I mean, bro, at yeah. this point, there's I, so- I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> there's so many good anime. Oh, you know something I can't, I just realized, unrelated to this there's a new movie i think that comes out today or tomorrow on netflix the 22nd the 20 so tomorrow right i'm sorry thursday sorry thursday thursday my bad we gotta all right my bad i just thought about that do you know what it was called um something pop i'll let you know right now I love how we can go on these like, little tangents, everybody. So forgive us. Yeah. Just, just, when we think of stuff, we, it's just, we yeah. want we want to make it accurate for you people. Exactly. We want to make sure that it's done right. Honestly, um, words bubble up like soda pop. Yes. That. It's there we pop. go. Uh, we're going to be talking about that next week, along with uh, Stranger on the Shore. We were going to talk about it on this episode, but uh, it was just we just I just ran out of time to watch it again. I was on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, we're definitely going to be watching that. Uh, during the week, uh, so we'll view two movies next week. There you go for you people. <laughs> well, yeah, you're watching Strange on the Show. I don't think I'm going to watch Strange on the Shore, but well, I, until you hear me talk about it, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I might, I still might though, because I, I haven't I'll, given. I'll, I'll I tell you all about stuff. it. I haven't given Yaoi enough. You just, I don't know. I just kind of like. I know. I know. Because it's your heterosexuality, you and your fangled words. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's just. Uh, I know. <laughs> I can't be a hypocrite about it, so I have to watch it at some point. It's just I haven't, I haven't. Wait, wait! I'll be the guinea pig for you then. Okay. I'll watch it. I'll let you know how I feel. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, if I enjoy it enough, that means you're watching it. Fair enough. All right, we'll shake on it. Virtual shake. Yeah, virtual shake. Virtual shake. I just did the virtual shake. Okay, I did too. <laughs> success, success. All right. Any other further uh, thoughts before we uh, move on? Uh no, uh fantastic movie. Uh definitely one of my favorites that came out anime wise that we got like like a later release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have Silent Voice and I want to eat your pancreas, but this is definitely high up there. <laughs> I still haven't seen uh, Eat a Pancreas. I may uh, have to buy that movie. Yeah, I'm... yeah, because uh that was hard to that was hard to get because it wasn't on Amazon. I had to go to a different uh, website that had it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to probably buy the movie. I already know everything that happens, and I'm just not looking forward to it. Like same thing with uh, same thing with um, uh, uh what the fuck the um, April, your line April. Oh right. I already yeah. know it, and I just I, I haven't watched it. I, I'm not prepared to watch it, even though I know it's gonna happen. So, um, I did see um, uh, a Silent Voice. That was super depressing. Um, I definitely felt more sad watching a Silent Voice than I did watching Josie. Yeah, but uh, it was, but it was so good at the same time. Just, it was his, it was, his growth. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I guess if I'm gonna rate like movies, are we going based off of like sad anime movies? Uh, I, I, I I I just go by overall quality. I mean, it's like it, 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 it did its job. That's the it did its job with the genre it wanted and yeah. the story it wanted to tell. Yeah, no, for sure. And it made you feel for the character, so definitely for sure. I mean, I don't think. I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because I mean, one. Did you see the uh, Rascal Does Dream a Dreaming Girl? No, I have not. Oh man, that's one of the better conclusions to an anime. It's another one that'll 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 tug at your heartstrings for sure when you find out because that answers all the questions of Bunny Girl Senpai. All the questions right. that the season left you, it, it gets answered in the movie. So it's really right. well done. Um, tugs okay. at your heartstrings. Definitely cried. Um, I'm still gonna put uh, a silent voice above that. Right. Um, I'm putting Violet Evergarden above them all just because I didn't. I mean, just that movie wise, right? Yeah. Movie wise, movie wise, Violet Evergarden is number one for me. Silent Voice, I'll probably put number two. Dreaming Girl, number three. Um, Josie, number four. Um, just, again, just off the cuff, right, honestly. Right. I mean, there's so many others that we haven't seen or I haven't seen that are probably better than all of those. Um, but just based off of my experience so far in my young age, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards at the current moment. So, right, right. Uh, anyway, people, uh, we're going to take another commercial break. And when we uh, come back, we're going to talk about summer seasonals finally. So stay tuned for that. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All righty, and we are back, folks. Adaima. All righty. Uh, now we're ready for the big one, the big, the big major topic. Uh, summer's here. Well, the season sucks, but the animes are good. So. <laughs> uh. But uh, I know I said that last episode, but I I meant it when I say I despise summer with every fiber of my being. <laughs> Where do we begin? All righty. Uh, we saw, I know we gave like maybe 12 when we were talking about what we were watching, but we somehow ended with 15 or 16. I'm at 15, yeah. Yeah. I, they, as, of, as of right now, it could be more, but we ended up with more than we expected. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, we'll blame our friends and then the people in the Eat the Cakey uh, Facebook group for for recommending them or sharing certain articles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, they were definitely worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I blame mm-hmm. I blame the memes because some of the memes were funny. That's how I watched Irumichi Onisad. We'll get to that later. Yes, indeed. Uh, there are there are some we're not watching together, so I will let Ethan go first as to what he's watching by himself. This season is a little bit different for everybody, um, because of the fact that Matthew and I are watching the majority of the shows together, which is a nice change of pace considering last year there were so many that we didn't watch together. Um, so the ones that I'm watching, there's three out of the four basically. I'm watching Sukumichi, which is a nice anime. Um, that's regarding um. God damn it, I gotta go to the description because I don't even remember. It's a nice anime for sure. Um, but it's not one of those that's like, oh my god, oh my god. So let's go back to fucking Sukumichi. Oh, uh Sukumichi basically it's a little bit like a um it's like a comedy based off of like Shield Hero in a way. So basically Sukumichi, um, he's summoned to an Isekai world 
And uh, the princess that summons him says, oh, my God, you're fucking ugly and hideous. Get away from me. I, I, you're not a hero. Fuck that shit. You're already you're, I'm going to put you to the ends of the universe. And I hope I never see you. And I hope you never fuck a human again and basically sends him down a portal. Um, and he basically has to survive in his new world um, with no hero title. But because he came from another world, he's got incredible, insane powers. And he's only level one, but he's still better than, like, all these mythical creatures and shit. And um, it's quite funny, for sure. Um, it's 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 a comedy, I would say. So, um, yeah, for sure. I, I've laughed at it. So it's something that I'm looking at um, and enjoying so far. Scarlet Nexus is one that my nephew, shout out to my nephew, Joseph. He uh, recommended to me because he it's based off of a video game, very popular video game at that. Um, but basically, in, I guess, a new age, Japan, um, we have uh, these enemies called the Others. And so we have uh, this tactical squad force that faces the Others. Meanwhile, there's a whole like different story that's developing in the anime. Um, and it's actually becoming pretty good. Um, basically, this it focuses around a single character, um, a couple characters, but it focuses on this one particular character who lost his his family to the others, and basically is chasing uh, the dream of meeting the person who saved him and drove him to want to go into the um, into that uh, into that force. And so, um, I'm probably not doing that explanation quite well, but it's pretty good. The action is pretty good. The animation is pretty good. Um, the fights are pretty good for sure. And like I said, there's an interesting story that's developing. So. Um, that's definitely one that I might recommend, especially if you want some type of like uppity shonen type of like thing. That might be one that you want to watch. Also, it's uh before I cut you off, it's based on a video game that's also came out around that same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the one that I'm watching, the last one I'm watching is uh, I'm standing on a million lives two, season two. Um season well, one. Also slime. You also got slime. Yeah, well I I I count slime as um a seasonal well, I guess I could put it. Well, that's, well that's the fact that it got split up. It counts. Uh, it counts for the this season. The fact yeah, that yeah. If it gets if it was continuing, I understand. But the fact that it gets uh, it got split that six month split. Yeah, counts, well, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say for us, but you're not watching Slime, so yeah. But so I'm, I'm saying for two. in general because like that's how it counts yeah. zero for 2021 as the winter, yeah, yeah. the part two. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So I mean, Slime. Core Tour Season 2 doesn't need much introduction. Um, Rimuru is now a demon lord, and he now is going to try and defeat Clayman. And so the last three episodes, or the first three episodes, have been informational ones, trying to gather their story, trying to you know assess the, the circumstances, assess the political partnerships that he has with the other nations. And so hopefully we'll get to some action soon. There's not been a hell of a lot of action, some funny moments, but definitely stuff to like, basically bring, the, bring the, the, the story to a... Uh, uh, a known like baseline in terms of this is what's happening, this is who he has, this is who he doesn't have, this is what he needs to do, etc. So it's looking good there. Uh, the final one, as I mentioned, I'm watching is I'm standing on a million lives season two. Uh, it's based off of season one is based off of a um, kind of like he's basically a dick. He's really an asshole. Um, the character, the main character is an asshole, but he's a realist, and so he gets caught up in this game and basically there's different people in his lives like in his like in his area within his lives that um they have to complete these tasks in like a parallel world if they all die then they all die basically so they can't all die in this parallel world otherwise they all die in real life if they fail the task they also all die in real life so they basically have to complete their tasks one person at minimum has to stay alive for this in order for them to succeed and then there's basically they give them 10 tasks every task they get a new um a new crew member basically or like a new um 
stablemate, whatever you want to call it. And so there's nine different tasks. On the 10th task, there's like a Godzilla-like creature that's supposed to destroy the world. And so basically they're preparing themselves to get to that point or they're preparing themselves to defeat the monster in the real world. So um, the way I'm making it sound, again, it doesn't really sound too appealing, but it's really interesting basically because, like I said, the guy is definitely a dick. And so um, he is basically going through this period of where what he's saying a lot of times is factually accurate, but his delivery and the way he says it is very crude, very cold. And he has to try and learn that warmth and how to communicate and how to like establish that understanding with other people that the way he's going about it, even though it's logical, logic doesn't always win you the battle or doesn't always get you what you need to get from others when you're working in the team, etc. So it's not bad, like I said. Um, those are the ones that I'm watching that you're not. All righty, now I'll get to my list. Mine that has a little more than yours. Uh, I'm actually going to counts. Yeah, actually, no, I got four also. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm watching Boruto. But you don't watch Boruto. Oh, yeah. I, I don't count that. <laughs> uh, it's, you're getting really good, dude. Boruto, let yeah. me... Let me just go on a real quick tangent about Boruto, bro. All right, fine. Boruto is getting fucking incredible. Um, we now see Boruto um, is starting to get forcibly introduced, indoctrinated into the Okutsuki life um, because of his karma seal. And it's incredible. Like, literally, dude, uh, the Momoshiki, who he defeats in the movie, um, he is basically manifesting within Boruto. And when Boruto ran out of chakra, the manifestation of... Um, of Urashiki comes out and he's facing another guy from what's called Kara, which is the band, which is the organization that's supporting the Akutsuki. And he's like, Oh, you're insolent, da da da, whatever. He's like, Oh, he's like, fuck, this guy's almost out of chakra. So he goes over to an unconscious Naruto who got beat up by the same, like basically same clan, and he siphons off Naruto some of Naruto's chakra. And literally, he's like, oh, what is this jutsu that he uses? Oh, the Rasengan. That's right. And he makes a little Rasengan, and it infuses all that chakra. And he makes a fucking super Odama Rasengan, the giant-ass Rasengan, and blows this fucker out of the fucking water to smithereens. Absolute smithereens. And then he's like, he's like, not yet. You're still not complete. Your time for me to take away everything for you has yet to come. And he passes out, doesn't remember shit. And, um... Um, again, really good storytelling lately. Like I said, if you go based off of the manga, the manga is really fucking good. It's consensusly described as really good. It's just the filler that happened before that is just terrible. Um, I, there's no excusing the filler. It's really shitty. But when you go based off of the actual manga story itself, it, it's amazing. The animation, amazing. Music, good. It, it's it's worth a watch if you love Naruto. I wish I can, and I'll find a guide if I can for you to tell you what's what fillers to skip because even some of the fillers are pretty like decent, but just the ones in the beginning are just so atrocious. That's why a lot of people get shtick, uh, a lot of bad shtick for it. Basically, it's kind of like in a way, um, uh, Yahime, um, and a lot of people are saying how the fillers and all this shit, the story just sucks, and people are just so used to having you know the violence and the darkness that when you see something that's very lighthearted and and cute, it's it doesn't ring well. Same thing with like Slime Diaries when with with slime, it just it didn't ring well to some people. But if you love the series, it's something that you should watch. And like I said, if you can avoid some of the shitty filler, the, there's other filler that's really good. And then the main story is just getting better, and better, and better, and better, and better. So I can't recommend it enough. I still the anime is still a three and a half for me out of five, but I mean these last like 30 episodes have been like a four and a half. It's been fucking absolutely amazing. Alrighty. Very good. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to start with uh, my least favorite one so far. Mm. As uh, Sunny Boy. 
Okay. It, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna admit I was intrigued by the poster, the premise of it, and then you actually watch it. Like I, I love the concept of it. Like, like, like what they were trying to do. It visually looked, but there was just so many questions of how did they get there? Because apparently they're in a the school. It's like apparently they're they're through the dimension. Mm. It's for, excuse me, thirty six boys, thirty six girls. Like, yeah, it's all it's all students that got that are in the school. And then they suddenly have uh, supernatural powers. They don't explain how or why. Some of them, and uh, there's a thing called penalty where they do a penalty, where someone shouts penalty, and they do the penalty that uh, like that's in their mind when they do the thing. So we don't know how that actually fully works, or who Mm -hmm. has it, or is this something anyone could do? And then Mm -hmm. the uh, the main guy, I think Nagara, uh, we don't know his abilities. So he's just he's just he's just basically there like a socially awkward type the the normal the normal thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then one of the other girls, uh, basically Nozomi is like I I'm gonna try to find a way to get out of here and then she eventually jumps into this black void that's surrounding the school, and then uh, Nagara catches her and the where they're on it, it collapses and they both fall you think that they're gonna die. No, they're randomly in the ocean now. So where did they go? <laughs> right, they, right. How did they get there? Nothing was fully explained. So I kind of hope they do as it progresses. But as of right now, it's just a 50-50. I'm going to give it... I'm giving it two and a half out of five right now. Mm. It, it's just so weird. I guess... I mean- it's only two episodes in, dude. Like uh, somebody, uh, Patrice told oh, me that. Although, well, this was, oh, this was, I only saw one episode. I, I just, yeah, yeah, it's so early to rate it, dude. Like I, I learned that. I know. Enough. Right now, like it's, it's not, but it's not started at a good note to get me. Okay, let's see where we go. It's not droppable yet, but you're considering it. Basically, I said, yeah. As a right, uh, it, it has a couple more episodes to try to win me over. Hmm. Mm, okay. But I, I will still watch because I, again, it's more. Of, I'm also curious. Right. Right. All right. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, My life as a villainous. Uh, all roots lead to doom. X, which is a uh, mm. season two. Uh, Bakarina is back. I am happy about that. She is dumb as ever. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking tense. <laughs> uh, we have all the characters back: Maria, Gerald, Keith, Sophia, Alan, Mary, Nicole, all trying to fight for her affection. Even though she believes the whole route, this the route where they're all her friends, even though they all want to get in her pants. <laughs> uh, even some uh, minor character like Cirrus, uh, who was uh, technically the villain of the first season, he's technically a good guy now. Uh, and then you get we get new characters. Uh, you see Gerard's family, which is uh, Ian, and then Jeffrey, uh, who is voiced by Dio. <laughs> Wow. So I I hear the voice right away. I hear Dio and Roswell immediately. I'm going to love this guy. And he is. You thought it was Dio, but it was me, Jeffrey. Anyway, we get introduction to new characters. And apparently, uh, Ian is the one that wants the throne, uh, Jared's brother. So uh, that's why he had. Kater- Bakarina, I call her Bakarina. She can't be she can't be Katarina anymore to me. <laughs> wow. Uh, she got her kidnapped, 
Uh, she she played dumb. Like that she no, she was dumb. She was very dumb when uh, mm-hmm. she got kidnapped. She was like she was living the high. Like I'm eating sweets. I'm I can read all the books I want. This is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like she and she, for, she legit forgot she was kidnapped. Uh, but I will talk about one scene I did love in the pre- it was in the previous episode. They were doing a play that Sophia wrote. It's technically Cinderella. And uh, Katarina forgot her lines, so she had to basically improvise, and she pretended to be a villain, because in the first season, that's how that visual novel character version of her was portrayed, as the actual villain. So she was definitely trying to play that off. And then mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Sophia's like, okay, we're going to do this now. Uh, we're going to have Nicole go after uh, Katarina as the kin- quote-unquote kidnapper, also love interest, while uh, Maria is technically the Cinderella and uh, Ger- Gerald, who is basically the fiance of Katarina, and like the actual fiance, is mm-hmm. with uh, Maria. And then he sees the calls like, "Hey, you're a little too close, don't you think?" Right. So they eventually they eventually start sword fighting, <laughs> like legit fighting. And then uh, Keith comes in, who is the adopted brother of Katarina, and they're like, "No, I'm gonna fight now." And then uh, Mar- Mary's like, "I wish I could fight." And there she was like, she went to her fiance, Alan, who was playing the piano, who was also Ger- Gerald's brother, who also loves Katarina. He's like, do some physics. Oh, I'm going to keep playing the music. You got to go with the flow. Wow. But it just led to this hilarious fight. It's like, oh, yep, yep, this is the, this is the stuff we enjoy. All, all seven of them, boys and girls, fighting for Katarina's affection, even though she is just that dense to realize it. Right. Even when they are legit trying to flavor, she just plays out like, nope, just uh, feed me cake. That's it. Feed me the sweets. I don't care about anything else. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely off to a uh, great start so far. Uh, three and a half. Right now, I am still excited for more. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, Nighthead 2041. This one is getting a lot of praise. I, I'm. This was another one that I may give a shot to. So sell me. Uh, I, I'm still on the fence. Okay. Uh, the animation is a uh, is kind of like Duke of Death. Yeah. But a kind of like a little. I don't other. mind Duke of Death. Just as a, as a. I know. A I know. I know. I, 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 I think it works for Duke of Death. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel on how it works for Nighthead 2041. But it's basically science against uh, supernatural. Like, if you have these supernatural powers, you're technically a criminal because they don't believe in that. They believe in science, damn it. Science! <laughs> oh, Lord. That, that, not appealing to me so far. Uh, but, uh, and then they find this uh, guy who was basically telling people that he was a priest that day. Someone worships it. Okay, someone worships this guy. We can't have this here. And right, so, right. Um, uh, two characters for that are, I believe, Yuya. And uh, Takuya, their brothers, uh, they're on the side of size. Like they're like the generals. Like they're, they're like the top of their class of that regard. Mm. And um, what you call it? one as, as they caught this uh, quote unquote uh, prophet that has the supernatural stuff. Uh, Yuya almost gets killed, and Takuya try, charges in, like tries to save him. And there's a giant shockwave. Like they don't mm. know how it happened. Like it does, it cut the feed, like at the base. Like there, there's nothing. There's like no signal. The, the whole system crashed. Mm. No, no one knows how or why it happened. So they don't. So, so Takia did that. No one knows except for his brother. Mm. And you see two other brothers, uh, Noya and Naoto. 
uh, Kirihara. And Man, like, those are very popular names lately. You know, there's Naoya, yeah. Ayato. Not Nato, yeah. Yeah, really? these are the ones that are on the supernatural side of it. Okay. So we're going to have a clash of supernatural and then science fiction in this mystery type type of ordeal. Uh, so uh, I, I the premise is okay. Uh, I am as more of I am intrigued to see where it goes. That I'm, uh-huh. it's obviously the two brother the brothers are going to eventually be, collide and meet up with each other, or uh-huh. eventually somehow align like they find a metal ground. We don't know yet. Uh-huh. But um, like I said animation is okay. Uh, characters are okay so far. Uh, like I, it's just more of an introduction to them on both sides of the again the supernatural and then the science fiction uh-huh. type of ordeal. Uh, I am going to continue to watch it. Uh, it's more of I am curious to see how it goes. I know this airs on Thursdays. This is on Crunchyroll. Uh-huh. Uh, as of right now, this is a three out of five. Uh, I I'm not as I'm not disappointed of it. Unlike uh, Sunny Boy, but uh, I don't love it yet. Uh-huh. So it's just more of I need to see. I want to see where it goes. Type of ordeal. But uh, this one, I was like, I am willing to give it a chance still. So yeah. Um, I guess if you're mentioning that, all the animes that I was watching, uh, Boruto, Slime, uh, Standing Million Live, and Tsukamisha are all on uh, Crunchyroll as well. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is the only one uh, out of the ones that you're not watching that is on Funimation that right. airs every uh, Wednesday, every Thursday. It's, uh, that is also a Thursday anime. Um, right. So that and Aquatope, which is one of our favorites, we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, we're definitely. Um, those right, I, I got, I got, I got one more, and then we'll go to what we're both watching. All right, cool. Uh, the case study of Venetus. Uh, that's another popular one. Uh, yeah, I I know Angel loves it. Uh, that he said that was his favorite season so far, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's definitely up there. I, I I will say I love the OP and ED. I'm gonna get that right out of the way. It, they're like they're yeah. a lot of fun visually, especially the I'm OP. Just, At I'm least lost so the OP. It's a vampire anime. I'm just so meh on vampire anime now, dude. Like after yeah. meh, after meh no bliss, after meh uh, Mars Red. I'm like, yeah. I mean, the good, both good animes that I enjoy, but I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Like, well, I've had, well, like, I've well, had one. Well, to like be fair, no blast with just hot guys. <laughs> I get. Well, no, the other girl that was quiet was hot. I know. I'm saying like majority of them were just basically hot, hot guys and Frankenstein, who is eye candy. <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein was fucking hot as shit. No I know. Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn, take me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, I, I definitely do enjoy this one a lot. And um, uh, it's by, it's, produ- it's uh, animated by Bones. So oh. you definitely get a lot of good stuff like that. It's, uh, it's like a shonen, fa- vampire fantasy, historical, supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, vampires are born under the red moon, but the blue moon exterior the outcast, which Venetus was, and he has a special uh, grimoire because mm-hmm. it's a book. And then uh, you see no a vampire with grimoire. That oh my god, what the fuck, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, no is the uh, you don't know he's a vampire yet, but uh, he's on the he's on the airship. He travels to Fr- France to look for this book, the book of Venetus. And then uh, eventually it leads to a vampire trying to attack him. And you see Vanitas clumsily falling into the plane to uh, try to get this woman. Because oh, uh, uh, apparently with uh, how these vampires are, like the ones that are infected, uh, they, 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 the, 
before they turned, they lost their name. So Vanitas has been his goal is to use the book of Vanitas to help cure the vampires that are like corrupted or the people that turned the vampires that lost their name. That's that's his goal. Mm-hmm. So and uh, No is just inspired, like he like simps over him a little bit, like he's just amazed by how he uses that book, the book he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it led to a video say, "Hey, you should join me." And then Noah's like, "No, I just want the book." Like, okay, then maybe you should join me. Still, like, okay, fine. You know what? Screw it. I'll join you. And then later on in the ending of episode one, you said that Noah eventually kills Vanitas. Hmm. And he doesn't doesn't say why, but just like that's one thing he regretted that the fact that he had to kill him. So basically, that voiceover is going to lead to what happened. It's like the whole thing's gonna lead to why he did it, basically. Mm. Like you know he did it, but it's gonna be why in a sense. Interesting. Uh, but uh again, it's a lot of fun. The characters are great. Uh the chemistry between Noah and Venutas is is again it's hilarious, but at the same time it's also intriguing. Uh it's this is gonna be twenty four episodes according to the uh, Blu-ray list. Hmm. So we're going to definitely get two cores. I don't know if it's going to be all together or there's going to be a split. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. It's a free out of five for right now. Uh, I am excited for more. Uh, if you Again, for those that have watched it, at least check out the OP for just a shit ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is it for terms of what we're both watching separately. So now we're mm-hmm. going to go into what we're watching together. <laughs> Indeed, let's uh, uh let you see. pick one first. You pick the first one. Hmm. Let's go with one that we're both. Uh, I mean, they, dude, all the ones that we're watching are so fucking great, right? So, it's so tough. Yeah, um, they're, they're all they're all good to great. <laughs> oh, I already have slime on here. It's not like I reincarnated as a slime since I already, let me delete that because that's not one yep. you're watching that I'm watching. Uh, I put it here, slime court tour season two. Um, God damn, dude! It really is tough because some of these are just fucking incredible. You want me to pick guess, the first one? <laughs> let's just go with the one that's probably like the least of the ones. I'll say the, the. I'm thinking Duke of Death. What do you think? You know what? We'll go with Duke of Death. I like Duke of Death, but we'll. we'll I mean, I like them. all of them. I love Duke. I love all of these animes, but they just slowly get better and better and better. But they all right. have their uniqueness that makes them great. So let's just go with Duke of Death first. All right, we're we'll gonna go with Duke of Death. <laughs> we'll Duke of Death. Duke of Death and his black maid. Um, yeah, I'll let you talk about this one first. <laughs> yeah, she's not literally black, by the way. She's pretty pale. Well, no, well, no, she wears black. She wears black. Yeah, it's very. It's it reminds me very much of a Tim Burton esque type of anime, don't you think? Oh yeah. It very. Oh, I, oh imagine if Tim Burton produced this. Yeah, dude, it's very, very, oh very God. Tim Burtony. I was very surprised to find out that Universal produced this. I was like, wow, I've never seen Universal fucking have an anime before. That's unique. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, dude. But anyway, no. So basically, uh. Uh, Duke of Death and his maid follows um, a, a Duke. Um, he, we don't have a name. He's just called the Duke or Bob Bachan, as uh, as everybody else refers to him, which means your grace in Japanese. Bochan. So it follows Bochan um, and his, his maid. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Alice. Uh, yep. Maid Alice. Alice. Lo- they both love each other, but oh, yeah. whereas the Duke is very you know shy and very proper because he's a Duke. Alice is very etchy. She's very funny, very witty, very etchy. She like likes to f- flirt, likes to pretend to kiss him or touch him or say sexual stuff. She'll like pull her shirt down a little bit or open it up some so she or can lift her see- skirt. Yeah, or lift her skirt up, and he, you know he gets very fl- the Duke gets very flustered. He's like, oh my be- god, yeah, no, be because, proper be, be, because you can't touch her. 
Yeah, and the, the the reason why he can't touch her is because of the fact that I guess we and we don't cursed. know how. Yeah, we don't he, know how he, it he happened. Was cursed, he, was cursed, yeah. he was cursed by a witch, and basically anything he touches dies. So if he touches a tree, it dies. A flower dies. An animal or a human, it'll die. And so rather than you know be there to support him, his family ostracized him. The town ostracized him, and they left him inside of a mansion in the forest by himself with only Alice as his caretaker and then a butler. Um, really nice man, but he's old as shit and he's kind of blind and he throws his back out easy. Um, and so basically, for the most part, the show centers around Alice and um and and Bochan. And so what's going on basically is they're going to lead into trying to find the cure for Bochan. But right now it's kind of sad from the aspect of we see a young couple that clearly loves each other and wants to explore that love and they can't due to his affliction with the curse. So it's kind of, kind of sad when you see like how much like they put into what they tell each other and what it is um in between all the funny etchy shit because the funny etchy shit is also pretty good but um just the the principle of their love and the artistry involved with the music he can play the piano um he's like kind of like a poet she's also very like open with you know her with her i guess how would you say it like in terms of in terms of like her maturity, in terms of how she feels, um, it's genuine itself. Oh, it's yeah. all really, really, yeah. really good. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've really enjoyed it thus far. Um, and considering that's the least out of all the ones that we're watching, that's a lot considering that. So, um, the only negative, I guess you could say, is the CGI, perhaps. Um, but I, 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 I got, I, I got used to it after the second episode. It works. I don't mind it in the least. Because, you know, for me, if I hadn't watched Cespus, because Cespus is like that, where it's all CGI-based, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? But because of the fact that I, I can see it as, like, a Tim Burton-esque type of, like, anime, and the fact that I've gotten used to it, and the fact that it actually, like you said, it works with this particular animation style and the story, like, I love it. It's uh, Everything is very vivid, very bright, very big. Um, whenever you see the moon, it's humongous. Whenever you see the stars, they're very vibrant. And, and 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 very vivid um right. even the scenes of death is all fucking wonderfully done it's very very detailed and and you see the little the little withers and the blackness and and the way shit flows as it dies it's all really well done so also the music is freaking beautiful this piano is- like him actually singing in that second episode we like singing a song <laughs> It's great, man. It, it, oh it, it'll touch your heartstrings. Or they have like the virtual dance because they can't touch each other, so they do like a shadow dance. And but that was gorgeous. Know, like, the moon basic, behind it. <laughs> it was the moon, the sadness. It, wonderful scenes. It, it again, very, very, very well done. They anime. they know and how they know how to captivate you. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's one that we both love very much. Um, it's already on episode uh, two, I think. We've already two, done two episodes, uh, so three. we'll get three i've done three episodes yes oh well, well imagine that all right so yeah, they're, we'll get the the three episodes and I, I i did love their uh little scene with the boat where she was in the water like hey uh you can save me by kissing me he's like but you'll die and he almost he almost kissed Bochan he almost, almost kissed did it. and he's, he's like, like he's like how romantic would it be how romantic would it be if i die by by your love like by your kiss and he almost did it. Like, he's oh. like, I just can't. I just can't. And she's like, Yeah, I knew you'd say that. And tugged him into the fucking into the lake. Like, like hey, you you need to exercise a little. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, you need to exercise. Why did you tell me that? It wouldn't have worked. 
It was cute. I know, but I get it. But there was before she tricked him, like you had that feeling like maybe she actually yeah. feels that way deep down, type of thing. I don't know, man. But either way, it, it's really, really, really well done. So, so, so all righty. But yeah, I definitely loved it. Uh, I am reading the manga of this. It's great. Um, Do I give it a rating? I'm not giving it a rating. I'm, I'm not giving it as of right now. Just, as of right now, it's a free out of five. <laughs> I would say three and a half, but I'm not giving it a rating. That's what I said. That's what I meant. Three and a half. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So we're we're on the same boat for that one. All right. All right. Next one. Uh, realist hero. How the realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. I probably should have gone with that one first, but I don't know. I found I, don't, I, I was actually going to suggest that first if you didn't couldn't think of anything. Okay. Whatever. But I, but I think those two could have gone either way. So. Fair enough. Uh, it's uh, one of our isekai animes for the season uh-huh. where uh, Kazuya got transported to another world by, by uh, when he was reading a book. Uh, so, how is it? Kazuya Soma. Soma. Yeah, Kazuya Soma. Yeah. Uh, is his name Kazuya? Yeah. Another fucking popular name. I called him Soma because I, I didn't recognize him. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but his first name is uh, Kazuya. Uh, he gets he gets transported to this world and it's like, hey, you have to help us, but. Uh, you don't have armor or anything. Uh, how are you going to help us, basically? Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we're going to basically trade you to uh, this other kingdom. We summoned you just for that. It's like, hey, hey, before you do that, let me see, prove to be helpful for you. And mm-hmm. he takes care of the finances, uh, certain strategies, especially in terms of food and mm-hmm. uh, locations, uh, alliances, in a sense. And he starts doing really well. And the king's like, well, I'm on You call. got this, bro. You you got this. I'm I'm just gonna let my wife fuck my ear every day. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her ear rape me with strap odds, a spiked strap odds. <laughs> Music to my ears. Yes, dear. Oh my god. Bro. You want you my to... daughter? You want my daughter? Here you go. I got you. Fuck you. Too. No problem. And uh, Alicia, I think that's her name is. Alicia, yeah. Alicia, and she's like, oh what? <laughs> And then she goes there and say, hold up, why am I marrying this guy, the new K? What's his plan? And then you, she realizes, okay, she's, she's a, he's actually here to help. And she's like, okay, uh, I'm going to follow you for now. But uh, they don't talk, they don't get romantic or anything yet. He's just focused on... Well, no, you know, in the last episode, have you seen, you saw the last episode, right? She's yeah. Starting to, she's starting to feel a little something, something. A, a little, but it's not, it's little not doki there doki. yet. It's, it's going to be a harem anime, so... <laughs> you think it's going to be a harem? Uh, you got Judah with the big tits and the beautiful singer. You got uh, the Neko, Tomo. You got uh, Aisha, the dark elf. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't it I might. Don't, it might happen. It might, but I don't. I don't get that feeling. I don't. I don't get that feeling. I, maybe with the singer. Give it, give it time. It. Give it time. Yeah, maybe with the singer, but you know, I don't know. It's, it's an isekai. It's it's, it's the law. <laughs> Ah, I don't buy it. <laughs> it is what it is. But, uh, I kind of I hope it doesn't turn that way because that would be a little. I know. I, know. Uh, I, I, I think this is a very interesting concept because it doesn't involve fighting or anything. It just uses his wits. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, dude. It's, so, that that, think, so, in a way, that is a breath of fresh air. He's, he's got, got mag- he's got a magical power. You think, like, oh, has he got fire? Has he got water? Is he like telekinesis? No, he has something called invisible poltergeist, I think, or like shadow poltergeist. Basically, he can read and write the other language of the of, the, of where of the, he is, yes. And he can like read books without actually reading the books. And it, it writes, like, like, basically, he has like a little glove and it writes out. Um, whatever he's thinking or whatever it's reading, 
it's pretty unique like and it's not like any other like i said any other magic that you would think of like most magics are like oh i can like breathe fire i can my sword comes out uh, out of thin air and has like celestial powers like no like i can read this like random language and i can read a book while i'm sitting here like 200 yards yeah. away from you or some shit like that like I don't know. It was pretty cool. But yeah, like you said, it's, it definitely is a breath of fresh air. It's a nice welcome breath of fresh air because of the fact that the guy has to use his brain and he's he's bettering the country through through fiscal analysis. And, and stuff he experienced where in his home, like he's bringing stuff like that. The fact is basically more advanced compared to where he is now. Yep. Yep, for sure. For uh, yeah, sure. yeah. This is how we do it here. This is how we work here because they probably don't know some of this stuff. Or... I want to know how he charged his cell phone because he's still using his cell phone in the other world. <sighs> Maybe someone, maybe someone with a lightning magic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. Or he has that shit on 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 a battery save for the rest of his life. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's gonna run out eventually, bro. I know. Hopefully, we'll they'll explain that. Shit. Uh, but definitely, definitely an interesting premise. Uh, you can go with like a free or a free and a half for this one. Yeah, it's got my attention for sure. I, yeah. I, I like it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, we'll go three and a half. Alrighty. Uh, next one. Uh. Okay, uh, Kanojo Mo Kanojo. Girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. girlfriend. All right. This, this is, is hilarious. Oh, God. This is one of the more cringy fucking animes, but it's... It, it works. I like, it works. And, oh, God. Uh, all right. So, uh, Noya uh, is dating uh, Saki. Saki Saki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saki Saki. Wow. I thought you meant like Sock, like, like Mr. Sako. Saki Saki or some shit. No, 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 her her name is Saki Saki, so Saki Saki. Oh, God. Saki Saki, Kaidara. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, he dates her. Uh, he's in, they're in school, say, like, please don't two-time me. He's like, what? I would never two-time you. I love you so much. There's, there causes a scene while uh, one of the other girls, Shino, who's not involved yet, but later on. Uh, then Nagi says, like, hey, uh, I'm going to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm gonna meet me upstairs. On the on the roof of the school, I like you. I love you. I've been developing, practicing my uh, skills to have. I've been skipping school to learn how to cook, clean, and suck dick. All for you. Yes. And then <laughs> Noya's like, I can't do this. So will you come with me so you, I can be a two-time bitch in front of her? And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then. Uh, oh, you're not denying my feelings. <gasps> yes. And then, you, and then they go meet Saki. She's like, oh, my gosh, she's cute. I'm going to befriend her. I'm taking her. Looks up her skirt when she tripped. And she's like, I love her cooking. I, I'm going to date you. And then Noya's like, what a coincidence. I'm dating her, too. And then she's like, huh? she's like, she's like, hold it. I was, it's not, I wasn't being literal about it, but you, oh, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> and she's like. Beast the shit out of him, and then, uh, ah, Saki, mate. And then Nagisa eventually convinces Saki to, like, says, hey, let's try it too. And then she's like, damn it, you're too cute. Uh, and like, you know what? Like, I'm skeptical. Like, hey, let's all live in my house. And then there's... they're like, all right, let's do it. And they're like, hey, let's all move in. Okay. Huh? And yeah, there's, and you know, this 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 fourteen, fifteen year old has a house by himself, basically, and has house. two girls living with him, sleeping next to him in the first. Living night. the dream, <laughs> living the dream, bro. And then yeah, it just progressively gets more and more etchy and more and more funny. So basically, they, um, 
Nagisa again proves herself of how much of a, a good girl, how much of a good girlfriend he is. No, Naoya wants to teach Nagisa like help her catch up because she's been skipping school because she's been learning how to cook, clean, and do other things. And so Saki, you know, realizes like, oh my god, I'm starting to feel behind. But all she could think of to make herself look better or feel better sex. is sexual shit. Like, how do I suck dick? How do I? How do I make love? How do I, you know, take his virginity? How do I tell him that I want to have sex? Like all everything, sex, 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 sex. You get the feeling, but you wouldn't have ever known that unless fucking Nagisa, because she's curious about Saki, goes through her phone. And so Naoya, to basically save Saki, takes the blame. He gets his ass beat again by Saki. And um, yeah, it just, like I said, it gets progressively better and better and better. Eventually, Saki's like, you know what? I can't deal with it. And goes into his bedroom one night because at this point they all have separate bedrooms and goes into his bedroom and was like, we're doing it. He's like, doing what? They're like, we're going to have sex. And then he basically she, she grabs his hand and puts it on her boob and she, ah, and she moans. And then he's like, no, this isn't right. I don't want a two time Nagisa. She doesn't deserve that. I want her to know that we're going to do this. Da, 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 da. And so basically. One of Saki's insecurities is that Nagisa has humongous opi and she doesn't have very much opi. So. Um, she freaks out like it's because you like girls with big opi, don't you? And she fucking slaps him, gets off, runs away, goes home. And so uh, uh, now for the next couple like three days or so, like oh I bought oh you my cake, God, this, this I bought you I bought you eight hundred dollars worth of fucking uh, worth of uh, gotcha shit. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Where's the, and I'm, then uh, I wrote this uh, I wrote a novel of how much I love you. <laughs> I wrote a novel and still nothing, still nothing, still nothing. That was Even funny. Though, even though, like, all of it is really, like, oh, my God. Saki's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Oh, my God, I want it. Oh, my God, that tastes good. She's like, nope, nope, nope. You know, typical woman or typical significant other just like, oh, yeah, no matter what. Like, you can buy you me the world. You can't trick me. You can buy me the world. No, I'm not going to forgive you. So then Nagisa and all of her lovingness. Nagisa. I, help you too. I said Nagisa. Nagisa. You said Nagisa. Nagisa, Nagisa, like, bro. Oh, oh if you, you correct me on that one name earlier. <laughs> but that's completely different. You're like uh, <laughs> Kasaki or whatever the fuck. Kisaki. That, that sounds so horrible. What the fuck? Anyway, so she's like, I want to help too. And she basically takes uh, Naoya's hand and puts it on her humongous opai. And Saki gets super jealous, crosses over. And they're like, oh, now you guys can talk. And she's like, fuck, you got me. And then that's how the episode ends. So. Um, yeah, it's super hilarious, super awkward. At this point, you know, it's true. Like, this isn't really something that three 14-year-old, like, children should really be going through. Um, I mean, in a way, like, it's pushing the bounds of, of Yuri's stuff, too, because Saki's starting to fall for Nagisa and vice versa. But it's just the principle of, of polygamy at 14. Just It just doesn't sit right. But because it's so hilariously done, that's why I don't mind it. So it, it to me it feels a little bit like um it's like a less egregious for me version of um uh fuck rent a girlfriend uh, no not rent a girlfriend fuck that no um the uh, one anime we saw Koikimo where like you know like this isn't right but it's done like in a way that you can like watch the show so that's how I kind of feel to me it's less egregious than Koikimo but. I, I get that feeling, like, dude. I just like, I, it's so weird, bro. And they, you know, they actually they do genuinely like each other, and it's just, I don't know, like, it's it's an interesting take on a rom com, given the fact that it's polygamy and a little bit of Yuri and a lot of etchy. Like, it's pretty wild considering. So, um, but yeah, definitely something that piques my interest, something that makes me chuckle. So, uh, wait till you see Rika and then uh, Shino get more involved. <laughs> oh boy, oh, you because you saw the manga, right? Yeah, I'm reading the manga, yeah. Reading the manga, so. Yeah, she knows my favorite, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. The white yeah. hair one. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll, you'll uh, see her, you'll see her involved more. <laughs> all right. So, uh, the next one we can go over then. Anything else? Uh, I give it a three and a half for right now. I got with the hilarity, even though it's cringe at times. But I think that that's basically the point. I'm giving it a three. Three out of five. Okay, fair enough. Three out of five. Next one we'll go with. Let's go with the uh, detective is already dead. All right. Yeah. This one. This one's a trip. <laughs> this one. Yeah. It definitely is pretty fucking wild. I'll let you take over. <laughs> yeah. So the detective is already dead. Basically, um, there's uh, a guy uh, named uh, named Kimi. He's got a longer name, but we'll call Kimi him Kimi Hiko. Yeah. Kimi Hiko. Yeah. So he, uh, our detective calls him Kimi. Basically. Um, trouble finds him wherever he goes, wherever he walks, somebody like a purse gets snatched, somebody gets adopted, uh, gets robbed, um, gets murdered, like wherever he goes, trouble finds him. The police know him. They're like, oh, are you sure you're not the one causing this trouble? Like, no, it's just fucking horrible coincidences. One day he gets abducted. He goes onto a plane and they make, they're like, oh, here's this box. You're going to go onto this plane overseas to deliver this box. And along the way, um, he gets pulled by a uh, world-famous detective, which is a 14-year-old girl named... Um, uh, what's her name, dude? I forgot. Siesta. Yeah, Siesta. Name Siesta. Siesta. <laughs> name si- Siesta, 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 Siesta. Shout out R. Kelly. Oh, right, I was going to say, shut up, Josh Rubin. <laughs> no, no, no. I was definitely talking about R. Kelly. Uh, no, nah, so anyway... Um, what's in the gun we find out later on in the episode is a giant fucking gun um and they basically the detective uses is like it's kind of like elements of of sherlock and watson where she uses like clues from what the the guy is saying or doing to pick up on on what the real circumstances are blah 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 blah. they get into a huge firefight basically on the airplane which i don't know how the fuck they didn't blow up the airplane considering they're shooting fucking bullets and knives and shit in in the fucking airplane the cockpits and all that shit Pretty fucking wild to me that that happened. But in any case, anime tropes. It is what it is. Um, At the end of the episode, basically, she's like, oh, you know, like, are you going to step away? Whatever. He goes home only to find her there. And she spends a week trying to convince him, like, oh, be my assistant. Be my assistant. Be my psychic. Be my psychic. Be my psychic. Be my psychic. And so um, he finally relents. He agrees. They go on uh, on basically... these these long expeditions for four years three years i think no three years for three years they go on these long expeditions they live as vagabonds and they solve cases around the world and they fall in love with each other and the detective dies and so we return to present day where the detective is already dead and uh and kimi is now a senior in high school still depressed still you know trouble still finding him wherever he goes and basically the end of episode one is a girl uh basically brings him into the classroom like you're the famous detective aren't you and he goes huh and so then episode two comes through and episode two um she basically like puts him like puts his head on her titties and was like oh you know like i need a detective i need the detective i need the detective so they talk about it and like i'm just a sidekick whatever it's like oh, i don't care just whatever and so they go on an expedition basically the girl had heart surgery um, she was about to die. She had heart surgery and she needs to find out who the owner is. So, um, oh, and one thing I, sh- I should mention that I forgot is that there's an antagonist to the detective. So who the detective is investigating. It's like called the CSI or something, right? Like, do you know that organization? There's basically like an evil organization. Was it, was it, was it by, uh, yeah, Komori? Uh, you that, that, the guy, the guy, the guy yeah, that yeah, was on yeah. the plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. He he was basically there's an evil organization that splices people and gives them like crazy fucking powers and shit. Like so, the guy in the first episode had like a tentacle coming out of his fucking ear, and so he gets defeated by, by Siesta, 
saying tricking him and saying now you can no longer touch me for as long as i live or, or as long as like you hear me or feel me you can't attack me at all otherwise you're gonna die and like you see his tentacle like evaporate and shit so um that comes into play in episode two so basically they go through this long-winded thing trying to find who the owner of the heart was who the owner of the heart was and so the special power of that tentacle coming from the ear is that he can hear a heartbeat from like a thousand yards or a thousand miles or some some crazy fucking distance. And so basically his thought process is, oh, maybe you've heard this person's heartbeat somewhere in your life. So they go over, they have the conversation and she's like, yeah, I've definitely heard that heartbeat before. And he's like, no, I think it's better that I show you. And he goes to attack the girl and the fucking tentacle evaporates. So she has Siesta's heart which is really, really, really well done storytelling. Definitely a shocker. Like, holy shit, that was great. And right. so this shocks Kimi, and Kimi is like, it's just a coincidence. And so this pisses off um, oh, the girl. The, by the way, the girl is his classmate, and the girl's name is... Um, Nagisa. No, it's Nagafushi. I'm not going to call her Nagisa. I'm going to call her someone yeah, else. Yeah, not, uh, Natsunagi. Natsunagi, there it is. Thank you for yeah, that. There you go. There you yeah. go. Nagisa, Natsunagi. Natsunagi. Yeah, so a lot of Nagisas, which I, I enjoyed <laughs> Nagisa was kind of exclusive, considering my favorite Nagisas from Planet, but I digress. Anyway, um, yeah, Natsunagi is like, no, it's not a coincidence. You don't understand. Like, this is fate. You know, for a year, I was like, I was feeling I needed to see you. I, I didn't know who you were, but I needed to see you. I needed to see you. This is the heart talking. And so basically, the story is going to start coming into the fact that, you know, th this is basically Siesta living in Nagisa or in, in, in Natsunagi. And they're gonna get close, you know. And uh, and Kimi's gonna break out of his shell. He's gonna continue being a detective, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, at the end of the episode, um, uh, Natsunagi basically agrees to become a detective herself. And um, and uh, Kimi's like, you know, you can live your own life. You don't have to live the life that live a life that may have been predetermined because you're yourself and you have no control over whatever happened. Just live your life, be happy. And then we see in episode three, an idol come through. And they start doing the tech. Uh, they yeah, basically, Yui. yeah, Yui and the idol basically has the sapphire that she wants to protect, even though like she can't protect it because of the fact that she is going off of like she's going to be having a live performance in the Tokyo Dome that same day that she received the letter saying that they're going to attack her house, blah blah blah. So she hires the detectives to save her and so in the episode she gets attacked by some random like uh event staff person and so basically using the detective prowess um kimi's able to realize like oh we don't have the full story she's definitely not telling us something so um either way the episode three basically starts going off of the fact that she like he's evaluating her ability to be a detective she's learning the ropes to be a detective while she shows potential like there's stuff that she's flawed on etc so basically it's kind of like a redo, basically, of the whole like detective thing, where at first he was basically the one that had to learn from Siesta. Now he's the one observing her and learning what he learned or trying to teach or try and get her to understand the stuff that she that he learned from Siesta going forward to help her and help them as a whole and blah, blah, blah. So um, but it's really, really interesting with the whole like detective thing. Again, it's got elements of Sherlock and Watson. Um, it's got some good action. Um, you would think that the whole like secret organization that's spicing people is kind of far fetched, but the way they do it is really done well done um because it's a semi-adult anime given that he's a, that they're both seniors in high school i think that lends itself to be well it's not really children so much like you like some of us don't like so for sure i, I definitely definitely enjoy it and i can't wait to see more you know this is definitely an interesting series uh again with the, again wonderful characters nice premise 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I am definitely I am curious to see where this goes. This is uh, I think this is a four for me for right now. <laughs> yeah, animation is also really well done. Oh yeah. Um. And yeah, and the and the first episode was fifty minutes for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah. So and there's a couple episodes like that this season where the episodes are super duper long. Um, is this one of the ones that also has an amazing OP? Because I know Duke of Death has an amazing OP. It has. This has an okay OP. It has an okay OP. Duke of Death has an amazing OP. Um, Realist Heroes got a decent one. Uh, girlfriend, girlfriend. I like the girlfriend, girlfriend one. Very, very. Oh, yeah. up. I, I like the ED better. Yeah, I like. I would say the ED is a little bit better, but I like the. Uh, I like the OP of uh, girlfriend, girlfriend too. So it doesn't beat the next ones that we have, but. Right. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Moving this on. one. This one fell right under our radar. Mm. Like, they, like we knew nothing about it until a random meme popped up, and they're like, you know what? You know, I, I know. So not true. I've read the premise when I was looking at what I want to watch. And you it, know what I'm talking about? It was. Cur- yes, I know which one you're talking about. And I was very curious, but I was like, eh, like, I don't know if I want to watch too, it, it, it. It looks too kiddish. And then it looks. Yeah, because the fucking. Yeah. And then the poster, the poster was just that. Nah, man, I thought he was like, I thought I'm like watching like, oh, it's I basically Steve. Um, He's Steve from Blue's Clues, except in Japanese form. And he looks gay. And he's depressed. Like, I'm not. Again, the childish, like, rainbows on posters and stuff. He's a a typical uh, male, older male host for a kid's show. uh, That doesn't sound attractive. That doesn't sound attractive. All right, let's go. The actual title, Life Lessons with Urobichi Onisan. And for those who don't know, our opening, if you if you're still around by now. <laughs> yeah, after op- after before Ethan gets canceled. <laughs> right. No, but I'm come on, dude. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding with you. But no, serious. But that opening where we're like, Minasan, uh, konnichiwa, konnichiwa, ABC exercises. That's all from that show. So um, we saw the meme and we instantly died laughing and we're like, all right, we have to watch this. We saw episode, I, I, episode I one. Felt, I felt called out. That's why I saw We both that. did, I think. We both did. Because, I mean, yeah. we both have our moments of depression when it comes to like some of the shit that we deal I with. I don't want to do anything. And I think any human for that matter that kind of deals with that. So if you're anybody that deals with stress and depression and anger with work and or with life circumstances like this and you want to laugh about it. This is definitely for you. This is definitely for you. Episode one, I fucking died laughing. Episode two, uh, wasn't I? Don't you know? Honest to God, I don't think episode two was as funny as episode one. But there, there, there was still there was still funny moments. I'm sorry, episode two was funny too. Episode two was funny. Episode one was hilarious. Episode two was funny. Episode three wasn't as funny. Uh, I, I think I, I just say episode three. I think that was the point. You get to see more of that other side of him. It was I think, more. I, I, I think that somber. was the point. It was definitely more somber. It, I felt it was more somber. I didn't laugh nearly as much. It was still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still good. Like, like, oh, man, you can get kind of dark a little. Yeah, it was definitely dark. Not like, you know, rape, asshole, you know, fuckery, death dark, but just like, really, like the, the, the actual side of depression. Yeah, like it was really focused on the reality of that to, to, a, to a real degree. And that, you know, it is what it is from that standpoint, but I mean, it needs that balance. It can't just all be shitty humor or, or hilarious humor, but you know, either way, it definitely flew under our radar. We're definitely glad we caught it when we caught it, and we both can't recommend it enough. Um, that probably is going to be our comedy of the season. I, I oh, would yeah. imagine. Oh, so. oh, for, for, oh, for sure. It's definitely up in the running. And, uh, but yeah, Urumichi, uh, Ikiteru, and Utano are like the TV show hosts, like they're all Onisans. For uh, certain things, like uh, Utano is the singer, uh, Ik- Ikiteru is the performer, and then this Urumichi is the host, basically. 
And he's also and, a gymnast. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's also a gymnast. Uh, Utano's a legit scene in real life. Mm-hmm. And Ikitero's a terrible comedian. That I love his etchy. Ikitero. His specialty is dick jokes. And all the dick jokes are just too fucking hilarious not to laugh. If you don't laugh, like, fuck you. Like, you're not, you're just lame. It, it, you're it's just, it's just a dick day. It's just a dick day. So, Nikki Taro, you just can't help but bust out laughing. Even, it, and when he hears, like, extra virgin <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his laugh, I'm sorry, his laugh is adorable. His laugh is hilarious, bro. It's contagious. He's definitely got a contagious laugh. Whoever that voice actor is, they, they're the MVP of that. Uh, Amaro Miyano. <laughs> bro, whoever that, uh, does he have any other famous, uh, uh, I am going to check. He's in the Ajin series. Uh, I mean, bro, he's the MVP of that. He's the MVP oh, yeah. of that. And, uh, he's uh, that. he's in Carol on Tuesday. Okay, sweet. Uh, he's in Death Note. Okay, okay. So he's got some roles. Uh, yeah. There's there's a lot. He's in Hayaku. Oh, nice. I mean, these are all anime I haven't seen or, or haven't, or, you know, but still. All right, right, right. right. They're, they're, but, still, uh, they're still big anime, so. Also, uh, poor uh, Toby Kichi, that uh, that guy, the, the guy in the buddy outfit. Oh, the fucking Kohai, bro. The yeah, two Kohais yeah. are, are basically yeah, the, the, the fucking. The two guys, uh, yeah, Toby Kichi and Mitsuyo. Bro, he fucking abuses them. But you know what's hilarious though is that I think it's uh, Michi, Michiro fucking constantly sells his boy under the bus. It's fucking hilarious. Like if that was my boy for real, for real, I would be big ass mad. But fucking, uh, yeah, dude, the way he sells him out is just too fucking hilarious. Uh. But no, uh, he broke the stress grip. Bro, he fucking broke the goddamn stress grip. That's, that's fucking... like, that's like almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh my god. I, I definitely popped. I popped when I saw that shit. So I was like, oh my god, he fucking broke it. Yo, that nigga, big man. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the. Yeah, I think uh, that's the first time I, I just realized the first. I think it's the first time I ever used the N word on the. On yeah, the let's let's try to not. I mean, I say to, I'm Spanish, know, by the way. I know, but I know. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm a Puerto Rican from New York, so that's yeah. Part and of I'm part white of from New York, so no. <laughs> oh God! All right, sorry. Yeah, I'm let, 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 let 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 no, like let's just. Uh, if, if I was your friends, cool, but the people that don't know us, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Go mad, people. All right. I just thought about it. I was like, ah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm saying just for better safe than sorry. <laughs> and that's going to get us canceled, right? <laughs> get you canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, maybe we could have a, we should have a, maybe he might edit it out. Because uh, none of the other yeah, podcasts, yeah. I, would, I don't think any yeah. of the other podcasts on any of the networks. I'm sure. I'm sure Sean can find a cut somewhere. Anyway, moving on from that. Uh, but yeah, four out four out of five for me. Uh, definitely, it'll hit, it'll call you out as an adult, especially if you're a millennial like us. I hate being called a millennial, dude. I fucking. Hate I know, it. I know, but at the same time, I like, bro, I'm not eating Tide Pods. I don't like fucking Fortnite. Like, bro, that, I don't. That, that's Gen Z. I hate that's fucking. Gen, I hate. I, I that's hate Gen fucking, Z. I hate TikTok. I hate streamers. Like motherfuckers, go be productive in society. Go do an actual job and be productive. I, I, just, started, I just started streaming, so screw you. Fucking hate, hate those <laughs> sensitive ass fucking bro. Oh my god, dude, so fucking sensitive. I get so mad. Anyway, fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, fuck Gen Z. They're not people. I can I can go on and say a lot more bad things, but I'm not going to. Yeah. But anyway, this is a lot of fun. This airs on Mondays or technically Tuesday in Japan. 
Yeah, it's on Funimation. Um, by the way, a lot of the animes that we mentioned are on Funimation. Realist Heroes Funimation. Um, Detective I mean, is Funimation. Funimation. Detective Funimation. Duke of Death is Funimation. So Funimation. Vanitas, yeah, Vanitas is Animation. Uh, Girlfriend, Girlfriend's yeah. Country Roll. Yeah, so a lot of the top anime of the season are going to be coming from Funimation. And like I, I implored in one of the other previous episodes, I know some people can't afford to have both. Um, we understand that. But if you can, it's for sure worth it. Funimation, first off, if you like dub anime, which fuck you, but if you like dub anime, you definitely want to get Funimation. And then not to mention, it's got so many underrated shows that people don't get to watch because Crunchy is just so hype and so popular, which is fine. But like I said, majority of the animes that we're watching that we both love are all coming from from uh, from Funimation. Right. Um, I guess the final couple ones. We though. got we got two. Yeah, we got two left, and uh, yeah, they, and those uh, aren't Funimation. Those are on Crunchy. So right. you know. uh, let's get to. Uh, this is hard to say which one first. Uh, you know what? Uh, Aquatope. I love the last one so much. I I want that one. So go ahead and talk about Aquatope. Yes, uh, Aquatope. It's a potential Yuri slice of life. Uh, Fuka is a. Was an aspiring idol that she eventually mm -hmm. got fired. So because mm -hmm. of this, she got depressed. Mm -hmm. like she didn't know what to do with her life. Then she went eventually mm -hmm. went to the aquarium. Uh, during the crisis, uh, she went during the aquarium. She got this highlight. She was in the water. It was like you know, she really wasn't. Mm -hmm. and, like, mm -hmm. like, like, like she felt like she had to be there. Mm -hmm. Then she eventually meets uh, Kukuru uh, as mm -hmm. the, the 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 other teenage, the other high schooler. That runs the aquarium. Yeah, her grandfather basically runs the aquarium, but he's on vacation and he's already on the brink of selling it. So he's like, "Fuck it, you can run it." And yeah, so exactly. she's running it for the summer. And then so, in between summer school, because she's in the yeah, I, I know Kukuru is trying to do something for the summer. That's why she's trying to have it as open as much as possible. And it's like, okay, uh, Fuka, you're gonna be here. Uh, I'm gonna use you for a bit. Yeah. Because she wants, she basically wants to live in her house. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to. She's offered to live in her house as part well, of. Well, she asked if she could, and it's like, okay, yeah, why not? Yeah, and, uh, and she lives by herself, so. You know who her favorite people are? The penguins. The penguins. The penguins. Penguins. The penguins in that aquarium, ladies and gentlemen, love violence. <laughs> they uh, wake up and choose violence. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's like, okay, you're going to feed the fish and then uh, just chuck it in the air and then they'll catch it. Uh, she gets a little too close to the penguins with the fish in her hand and like, oh, I'm going to bite it. And the fish so. sodomize her. The penguins uh, sodomize. That, that basically, yeah, they're like, I'm gonna give you multiple bites. I'm surprised she wasn't bleeding. They, they stuck a beak up her twat. It was a thousand years of death, but penguin style. She did get thousand years of jet jitsu. I mean, but I mean, one is next to the other, so you know. I know. Uh, so, so the shocker. You just said you got the shocker from the beak. <laughs> crazy dude. Bottom of the pinker, top of the stinker. <laughs> so crazy. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'm surprised she wasn't bleeding or anything. She could have sued, shut the aquarium down, get money. But uh, and the cuckoo's like, it's your fault. You're incompetent. I'm so close to firing you. And then eventually these two money grubbers, men. Fucking uh, men. Yeah, try to buy the aquarium. Like, okay, uh, it's a little girl that runs it, so this should be easy. And then Kukuru's like, uh, "Hell no, you're uh, you're out of here. I ain't selling. Go, shoes, skedaddle, piss off." Mm -hmm. And uh, they, I, I I think purposely knocked the sign in uh, up front. Even though they said it was an accident. And then Fuku's I think like, it was hey. an accident, but they just didn't care. Yeah, but yeah, they just rub it like, <laughs> it's, uh, whatever. Yeah, we'll pay for it. No, no, you I don't, I, I, I don't think out. they said that. 
No, they did. They did. He said, he's like, like, we'll pay for it by buying the aquarium. He's like, I'll pay for it. How much is it? No, get out of here. You're scum. You don't have a buy. And she shot the fucking. Like, like you ruined actual hard work. I was like, you're thinking just buy it. Get out. Yeah, the storytelling is actually really good because of the fact that the characters that we meet are all intertwined. Basically, um, what's her name? Uh, I forget her name now. Um, fuck the the girl that's coming from Tokyo, the failed idol. What's her name? Uh, the failed idol, Fuku, Fuka, Fuka. Yeah, Fuka. So Fuka, basically, when she lands, she's confused as where to go, and she basically in the airport she meets a um a fortune teller. Fortune teller tells her her fortune, and she the fortune teller that. She opens up to the fortune teller a little bit, and the fortune teller ends up telling her her life. And so at the end, she was supposed to pay thirty dollars, basically, for, to the fortune teller, three thousand yen. Um, and she goes to give it to him. She's like, "No, you know, uh, you know, this is a favor that you can repay back another day. Like, whatever, it's fine." I'm going She's to like, follow oh, you. And so we see the fortune teller, and then we also see as she's hot and bothered and fucking flustered and tired because she doesn't have any place to stay after she stayed on the beach. Um, the a uh, a woman from the department of of tourism. And she basically directs her to the aquarium, and that's how this whole process starts. Come to find out that the the, the fortune teller is the mother of someone who runs uh, a uh, a bar that is frequently visited by the girls, and the fortune teller also is very close with the people from the aquarium, including um, Kukuru. Um, they're also very close, so everybody's kind of intertwined in a nice bit of storytelling that they did there. That's something that stood out to me when I first noticed that. I was like, wow, they, everybody basically plays a part in trying to save it, and they're all in unison together. So, but uh, it's definitely definitely great stuff. Uh, also, it was made by PA Works, the, the studio who uh, mm-hmm. who animated Angel Beats, mm-hmm. which uh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe, yeah, the day I became a god. <laughs> yeah, so this is all that one. Um, damn, is this made by the writer or no? No, I'll talk about the studio, the animation studio. Oh, okay, not the not the writer. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, the yeah, one uh, who made Clanad and Angel Beats and Charlotte and all of them. Right. The day I became a god. I I, I don't know. I I don't know. Is that person? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, hold on. Might be uh, director uh, Toshia. Hold on. Let's see. That might be interesting uh, if it really is. I don't think that's him though. Maybe he comes from the same family of style. He's just more of a director. I know he directed Lupin the Third. A couple of them. That's probably. Uh, but no. But no. Uh, he. But no. He hasn't. Uh, he, he directed uh, Black Butler though. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah. Cool. But uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely an interesting one. Animation's beautiful. O P E D are very great. beautiful. Music is sensational. It, it, this is, is going to be one of the sleepers, I think, of the season. And I, I'm so curious to see how they how they develop that secret that the aquarium has, where you basically are in the ocean. You become part of the ocean uh, when you lose yourself in the moment there. Like it's it's going to be a magical ride and it's going to be a very emotional ride. I feel because of the trials and tribulations that the girls are going to go through. And, uh, is definitely going to be finding herself and maybe Kukuru as well to a lesser extent, but I think definitely Fuka is going to find herself and find her path as, as a woman and as a person in a society. Um, someone who has basically foregone her dreams and wants to support someone else's, um, perhaps she'll find her own dream or perhaps she'll find a revitalization from her for her own dream. It's tough to see um, or anticipate, but I'm really looking forward to how they tell that story. So, all right. Anyway, uh, this is definitely a four out of five for sure. 
Same. Uh, I believe this is on Thursdays on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, uh, definitely excited for more in this uh, mm-hmm. in this this very incredible adventure mm-hmm. of how they go, especially with the aquarium. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't recall like a aquarium based anime in quite some time. So you know, Ernie had mentioned it. Angel had said it too that in real life they have a real life aquarium in, in Okinawa, and that it's one of the right. more popular tourist attractions. So the principle of it having like you know some type of instability is, is laughable to them because of the fact that it's so popular that they can't foresee that ever happening. So. Right. Uh, okay, we are going to close off the summer uh, with one more uh, remake. My, Our life. My favorite anime, my anime of the season thus far. I'm. I want to rate this five stars so goddamn bad because it is truly and utterly sensational. Um, the story follows uh, a young, uh, a 28 year old, basically uh, salary man uh, named uh, what's it called? Uh, Noya, right? No, Kyoya, Kyoya, uh, 28 year old salary man named Kyoya. And so, with Kyoya, he uh, he basically had an average life. He instead of he could have gone to, to art school at, at 18 or he w- could have gone to a regular college, he chose to go to a regular college and it didn't really work out for him. He ends up getting into like visual arts and things of that nature. And he always looks up to these people called the platinum generation. Um, one is a singer, one is a director, one is a, is a, is a illustrator. And they're all fabulous artists. They came from the same school at the same time. They're around his age. He doesn't know what they look like, but he has an idea of like, and he understands their art very well. And so he, basically he gets a job he meets a, a, a director who was very kind to him who he thought was going to commit suicide she wasn't she was just stressed taking off her heels so um sorry i'm getting a phone call there we go All right, anyway um yeah so um they end up talking she ends up giving him a job because she fits the criteria of somebody that she's looking for and so he ends up with a job but then the production gets cut off by the by the the head of the company and they're all laid off so he's back living in his mother's house he's frustrated he's broke his sister his little sister is super like successful while he's not like a lot of stuff is not going his way so he uh says i wish i can go back in time i wish i could go back in time and he throws away his like certificate or his uh application basically that the approval into the art school he goes to sleep and he wakes up and he's 10 years back in time so right after he graduated high school right before he made this t- the choice of whether he wants to go to regular school or he wants to go to the art school of course he chooses to go to the art school he ends up uh living with uh three people he ends up with shinoaki which is a little girl that loves drawing um who's the the gentleman i keep wanting to say sukimichi but that's not him or which one the gentleman in the 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 gentleman in the house in the his roommate oh the writer the writer uh surayuki surayuki the writer and she lives uh with uh nanako who's a uh, a singer so basically um as the story progresses He's living with the platinum generation, which is crazy. And so we see basically them go to art school and it's wild because sometimes when uh, Kyoya sleeps, he dreams of past encounters from his past life, like some of his past failures. He wakes up thinking like, oh, we're back in the real world. But he's not. And the thing is, he he know he has all of his memories 
from when he was 28. He has the mentality of a 28-year-old. And so that lends himself well because he's a lot more mature mentally than the other people are who are just living their normal lives. And so slowly, one of the best things about this and one of the scary things about this is he's slowly, I wouldn't say manipulating, but slowly forming, helps to form the Platinum Generation. Um, he accidentally takes a story, for example, that was locked in... Um, in uh what's it called in surayuki's uh uh safe a story he came up with it on his own because he had read the story years later um and it was locked up and surayuki didn't know about it and that's what they do for um uh, uh, for a uh, a class project that they do really well on we also see him discover shinoaki's drawing and realize oh god that's shino from you know who uh who i adored and then he also helped shape um Nanako because she realizes like oh this is what Nanako like does she likes to sing she's going to turn yeah. into an amazing singer and she's like you know what once you get really good we'll put it on the Japanese version of YouTube and she's like is that even a thing and he, he realizes yeah and about and he says it in his head he's like yeah in six months to nine months uh there'll be a, a Japanese YouTube and you know that'll be her debut and that's how she blows up so he's slowly forming them and with his passion with his will to succeed with his drive to not want to go back to a shitty past he's um he's really setting the trend and and help forming the platinum generation himself while he reaps the benefits of his remake which is really nicely done um also not to mention the director who he met um who he worked for before before he got laid off, was also part of the Platinum Generation and was one of the stars that was not really recognized in that Platinum Generation because she was the sister of the of the uh, of the teacher that was teaching the Platinum Generation. So there's a lot of wonderful moving parts. Um, as a whole, though, the story it's it's really well done. Even the side characters, um, they join a club. Um, the club helps save them. He helps save the club. They're all very eccentric characters, and I can't wait to see what they do going forward in the story. But, I mean, in terms of everything else, the music, beautiful. The animation, insanely crisp and superb. And like I said, the storytelling is really, really well done, and there's lots of different layers. Some, of, As we have probably deduced by now, some of the best stories are stories that have multiple layers that are concise and make sense and connect each other. And that's clearly what's happening here. Um, I get so nervous whenever I see stuff with this and the way he's affecting them, though, because I really... This can't be a happy... This can't be all a happy anime. Like the shoes got the, the shoe on the other foot has to drop at some point, dude. Like I'm so scared. I, 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 I think really it definitely scared. will, and it's just gonna hit hard. I'm so scared that what's gonna happen when that other shoe drops, dude. Like I'm so nervous. Like whose life is he gonna fuck up? Is he gonna like like someone's getting sacrificed? Like he's gonna be part of that pack platinum generation at at the expense of someone else. Will it be the the the, uh, the director? It could be Aki with her art. Uh, no, I don't know, bro. Like, and you could tell also that there's a romantic thing going on. He's got a little mini harm because Nanako kind of has a little something for him. Um, uh, Shinoaki loves him, and then uh, the other girl, the director, Iko, uh, um, is starting to like him too because of the fact that she recognizes, like, you know, he's unique. And there's another part where um, Sudamichi, uh, Sudayuki, rather. Well, remember he he met her in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first episode, when he was director. Yeah. So, um, and the crazy part is Sudayuki knows like perhaps like he gets a feeling something's off about uh kyoya he's like dude just who are you and when he was trying to figure out a way to say like dude i'm from the future without saying he's from the future he's like nah it's cool you're, you're cool people and it's just it's, oh my god i'm so nervous as what the fuck is gonna happen i feel like there might be some type of like 
extra spiritual shit that happens. You know, maybe someone's like, I brought you back in the past for you to reshape your life. And maybe he fucks up. Maybe he does the right thing. Like, I don't know. Some type of supernatural event that happens. Um, or I, it, I, I, I am curious as up. to how he got back. Yeah, man. Like, there's so many questions, but it lends itself to, to, to really pique your interest and keep you going amongst like i said the beautiful music the beautiful animation the beautiful story the love story uh the story of if you had an opportunity i mean it really speaks home to me because i think about that often dude i think about like man what if i didn't what if i had a guidance counselor that told me like you should do writing instead of it because i would much rather be a fucking mma writer or an anime writer what if i found anime at 18 instead of 27 what if i you know there's so many things i could go back on what if i didn't slack in high school and i would have gotten a scholarship what if i didn't meet this person what if if i had gotten a scholarship i wouldn't have worked at Victoria's Secret I wouldn't have met all the people I met at Victoria's Secret like I I think about my life and how like it's shaped and how I wish I can go back a lot of times to different various points where I can just relive my life and just be somebody completely different but know that that would never happen in this reality so to see it in an anime um it it kind of hits home to me because it's something that I've always wished that I could do so it's 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 just so it's overwhelmingly beautiful it truly is to me my anime of the season um it's one that i'm going to be championing a lot like i would champion wonder egg i championed um uh, before it became bad i should say i championed fruits um remake our life is probably going to be the anime that i champion the most this season um and i, I can't again talk about it enough if and the best part like i said these are college age students so you're dealing with adults at this point you're dealing with adults going through adult situations and feelings and you know trying to come to grips with who they are as human beings and how they're you know going to go forward in their lives like you could just i could just go on and on and on about how great this show is but i if there's one show i'm going to implore you to watch it's this one a true beautiful slice of life um and and in a time where we ran where fruits baskets is finished and there's kind of like a whole in terms of that whole process like this does a pretty good job of trying to fill that so i can't 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 say it enough can't say it enough yeah, but yeah, uh, it's definitely up there for me. Uh, as right now, as of right now, it is number one for me. For for all we know, uh, mm-hmm. it could go, it could stay up there, or it could go down once or twice. We don't know yet. It depends on how the rest of us goes, and how they want to keep the progression of the story. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other anime that are getting traction, like Nighthead's getting traction, Vanitas is getting traction, Kobayashi's main is number and, one. And this I, week, yeah, so. I, I, I did wish I watched uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, but since I watched the first season, it's like I'm not, Damn. I can't get conscious. But uh, for it's definitely a must if you are a fan of Kyoto animations, especially like Same. this first one back since the fire. Same. So, uh, but yeah, if you if you listen to if you want to support us for that alone, then yeah. Please. Oh, is it from Kyoto? No one yeah. wonder. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, no that wonder. that was the first series animated after the fire. Like how Violet Evergarden movie was the first one after the fire, movie wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first animation. Wow, dude. Oh god, this is sensational. Again, that makes me love it even more. So I, I was gonna say, like, I just just on that alone is enough. <laughs> this, this is the only anime I think this season that I potentially may give five stars. Like the other animes are great. Um, if Udamichi continues to make me laugh, it may get five stars. I don't know though. Aquatope is the uh, you know what I'm lying. Aquatope may give me I may give Aquatope five stars. I, I I think it'll come down past the halfway point once we're halfway, yeah. almost half, a little over halfway done. Yeah, I'm curious to know for Aquatope that's twelve episodes for um for uh remake that's uh six episodes so um i'm hoping that they don't rush 
shit. I don't know like the process in terms of like mangas or anything like that. Like, um, let me click on it real quick to see if it's For finished. What, the manga. The manga source, yeah. It's still releasing as of right now, so perhaps there's more to it. Yeah, it's still going. It's about four years old now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's hope, dude. I really hope, like I said, really, really, really hope that it lives up to what it's done so far because it's it's amazing. I, I can't can't stress how amazing this show is. And it, it, I'm, like I said, I'm nervous. Every time I see something happen, I just get nervous. And I, I'm just like, I, I hope, I really hope that something bad doesn't happen, knowing that it probably will happen because there's no way that this anime can stay happy forever. Right. Um, there's so. definitely going to be conflict. At some point, sure. And I feel that, like I feel like someone is definitely leaving. The crazy part or, is that or hinting to leave. gonna like. Oh god damn it! Hold on. Ah, fuck! My fucking headset died. Motherfucker, do you hear me? I hear you. All right, my bad. My headset. I hear died. you, baby. <laughs> my headset died on me. Go, man. That's all. I'm gonna have to change the fucking batteries on this thing again. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's basically the gist of where we're at now with that, bro. Like, I just ah. I can't wait to see more and yeah, dude. All right, That's but yeah, this uh, closing thoughts for the rest of the, for the summer. Like, you think it's gonna be a little close race? I don't know. I, I it's too early to tell. There's a lot of great. There's a lot of good animals. There's, there's a lot of good contenders. There's a lot of good contenders. Um, it's not gonna be as good as spring. I'm pretty confident in that it's definitely not gonna be as good as fall coming up, which we'll talk about at the end of summer. Um, oh, yeah. but. Um, there's a lot of good animes, a lot of good potentials, um, a lot of solid watching. Like it, again, if you're just a fan of anime in general, like finding animes like this should be something that you should like revel in. You should really want to like experience because there's so many different ones that are just like oh my god, like you can really invest in. Like there's definitely some anime that you can invest in. Like I said, remake is one, Aquatope is one. And I mean, I guess it's kind of tough because of the fact that we're very partial to comedy slice of life romance sad type of shit and that's the stuff that you and i gravitate towards and that we kind of push on the show um but i mean for a lot of people that watch anime they just want to get like you know they want to get maybe comedy but they really want more action-based and there aren't too many action-based animes that are there um uh what's it called detective is already dead is probably your best version of vinita's also Benitez isn't is a new one that's good for that. Scarlet Nexus is another one that's good for that. Um, I mean, and then all the other ones that are like just there. I guess Nighthead too. Nighthead has got some good actions. So, um, I mean, other than that, you're looking at some of the other ones like Slime, Boruto, My Hero, Revengers. These are ones that have already been established. Uh, Revengers to a lesser extent, but regardless, it's uh, it's a continuation. So, um, if you're looking for action, that's really where you want to kind of start out at in terms of this season. But this season's animes aren't really focused too much on the action as much as they're focused on the slice of life and the romances. Uramichi, uh, slice of life comedy. Duke of Death. Uh, comedy uh, rom-com uh, fucking Aquatope Slice of Life, Girlfriend Girlfriend Hilarious Rom-Com, uh, Remake Our Life uh, Beautiful Slice of Life Realist Rebuilt the Kingdom is an isekai but in a way it's kind of like a slice of life because of the fact that again in the isekai trope he's using his 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 brains instead of his magical powers or his brawn or anything like that so um, Sukumichi's a comedy. Million Lives is like uh, a comedy. It's kind of like a shonen. I think it's listed as a shonen, but I wouldn't really consider it a shonen. It's probably not even one. Even though I'm watching it, I'm not gonna sit there and like be like, "Oh my god, you need to watch this." Maybe it'll, I, maybe I will sometime soon or later, but not right now. So, a lot of good anime. Um, Aquatope and 
remake stand out as the potentials of the season. Uh, Detective is already dead is probably going to be your best bet for any sort of action um, from this season. Alrighty. Uh, but yeah, I, with that, this will close out our summer. Uh, we're going to take one more commercial break and then we're going to close the show out. And we're back everyone. Alrighty. All right. Uh, we are going to close that with uh, anime recommendations. We will do. We will give one each for depending on the uh, the genre, as they say. Uh, you know what? We are. We'll we'll do a slice of life. Let's let's go with that. You know, I was gonna say we should maybe do like a, a shonen because we always do some type of slice of life. All right, what? all right. We'll we'll do shonen. We will. We'll do shonen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Sorry, I, had, I was putting turning my headset back on. I just got to put new batteries okay, in. Some no things just died in the last segment. Um, yeah, let's do that. So, Shonen. Um, since I uh, recommended we do Shonen, let's let's me first. Um, fuck, man. I don't know. I, you know, I could always go with like the typicals, the 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 the, the my heroes, the, the the Dragon Ball supers. Um, it's kind of where I wanted to lean towards, I guess, when I thought of Shonen. But I, you want to get something that's a little. More oh, all right. I got my, I got mine set. So you know, what? give yours while I try and find mine. All right, Samurai Shampoo. Mm, classic. That that's considered a shonen. It's a classic. If you love samurais, with a bit of hip hop in there. Yeah. Uh, Mugen, Jean, and Fu, fantastic characters. Mm. Prop the proper conclusion. Fight scenes mm-hmm. are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a this is a samurai anime you should definitely watch. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. It's like that mm-hmm. Kenshin that, that type of thing. But this one, this one takes the cakey for sure. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with an etchy but a newer one. Um, okay. You want old school, local, new school? I'll go Fire Force. Um, Fire Force. You've seen Fire Force, right, man? Mm-hmm. That question mark. Have you seen Fire Force, dude? Uh no, I. I wasn't fully attached to it uh, when I watched like the first uh, seven episodes. Okay. But uh, but apparently to a lot of people, especially in Japan, it's apparently it's to them it's considered the best fan service. Yeah, it's got a lot of fan service. So if you're not a fan of fan service, it probably won't be for you. But once you get past the fan service, I, I, I dude, don't mind it too much. Just I don't mind fan service at all. Well, yeah, I don't mind. Good, I don't mind. And you didn't think the story was good, dude? Because you only watched seven episodes. It's just, it's just okay. That is, like, it's not like. So you know what it is. The story is okay for what it is. It gets better, but you know, you're looking at it from the etchy standpoint because it's very etchy. But to me, the reason why I'm suggesting it is that the fight scenes and the animation. You'll get some of the most incredibly animated fight scenes that you might have ever seen watching that show. I can't recommend that enough. There's some. Like I said, out of all the shonen that I've seen, it's got some of the most incredibly animated fight scenes ever. It's up there with um with the the elf arc from from Black Clover. It's up there from the best right. of the best boards who that's been coming out lately. Um it's on the same level. I would say it's a little bit lesser than, um, but it's around the same level of um season four season four, my hero, um, Deku and Overhaul, that sensationally animated fight um it's up there dude like it's if you when you think of like the animated fights from like god of high school from um it's better than 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 tower of god it's i mean i oh god i i can go on and on in terms of how incredible the 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 the, the animated fight scenes are so once you get past the, the story being fine um once you get past the super etchiness and the way they sexualize some of these girls um i do like the cat girl i will say that 
Neko, yeah. Um, I forget her name now. God, there's so I many know. animes. But you know who I'm talking about, so. Yeah, exactly. I know who you're talking about. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, Tamaki. Is it Tamaki? No, not Tamaki. Probably. It starts with T. Yeah, I think it's probably Tamaki then. Um, but in any case, I can't recommend it enough. Just if you want to see some incredible, incredible fights with fire. Um, yeah, it, it is Tamaki. You're right. It is Tamaki. Okay. Um, yeah, watch that, dude. You'll you won't regret it. You won't. You'll die laughing at some of the. Uh, I'll think that, but I, I'm not crazy about Shinra so far. But that might change my mind. Oh, he gets so much better, bro. Like he's got. He does. Some, okay. He's got a great backstory. He's definitely got a great backstory that they that they expound on, and the way he's developing, dude. Like it, he's gonna be fucking insanely godly. So, for sure, dude. That's my recommendation for the week. All right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. We've talked our cake, we ate it too, and now we are full on cake. All right, uh, you can find us on WN2 Network uh, for because uh, they're the first ones that uh, were able to take us in to uh, give us a chance for as uh, an anime podcast. Shout out to Sean. Uh, he still hasn't gotten yes. me my uh, my fruits baskets uh, cuts yet that I wanted, so I can. I got I, I got I got my wonder egg. You got your wonder egg cut, yeah. I'm still waiting for my fruits basket cut, so you guys gotcha. can hear. If you guys didn't make it to my soliloquy of fruits baskets, I'll post that on my uh, on my anime stuff, so you guys can hear how how much I champion fruits baskets right. and how much I adore it. But again, thank you, W10 Network. Uh, definitely check out their podcast with you uh, wrestling entertainment. And they, they cover a wide variety of topics, and we are honored to be part of them in the anime category. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can mm-hmm. check us out on Chair Shot Radio, where I write for the Chair Shot. Always use your head. Uh, mm-hmm. They upload our episodes uh, Sunday morning, and they have and we also have various uh, web, websites for your podcast, like iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Audible. But yeah, almost anywhere you get almost into a local podcast, uh, you will find us there. Uh, even just type in Talk to Keiki in this Google search bar, you will see us in the first page somewhere. So definitely do that. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. And then uh, I actually have a My Anime list. <laughs> you have a, it's a My Anime list or Analyst? Because I'm the one that's Analyst. I'm on I'm my just... an, I'm on my anime list. Oh God, you should have got an analyst, dude. That's one of the oh, whatever. Of... I, I did I did a list. <laughs> oh, God damn it! All right. But anyway, uh, those are my plugs, and you can also find us on Facebook called uh, Eat the Cake Anime. Uh, definitely, mm-hmm. uh, definitely send a request to join. We will accept you if you have heard. If you join because of this podcast, please let us know. Yeah, so uh, we greatly yeah. appreciate feedback. Yeah, Marte, uh, not Marte, fucking Matthew is a uh, a mod. I'm an admin. I included that in the questionnaire. Have you heard us from the Talk to Kiki podcast? So far, I've gotten his nose, but you know, hopefully, uh, one of you guys will listen and want to join us. And if you do, we'll welcome you with open arms into our beautiful family that we have over there. All right, and then uh, put your plugs in. <laughs> my plugs, yeah. You can find me on my anime Instagram at iai underscore anime twenty four, where I have daily reviews on animes that I've watched. Um, I'll have posts. I'm still, you know, it's crazy. I, I I've been slacking a little bit, but I'm still not done posting my reviews for uh for spring. I'm almost done, not quite, but I'm almost done with the reviews from spring. Um, so you can catch me on there if you didn't listen to the previous podcast and want to see my thoughts on some of the spring anime that we watched. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at s h o s t o p p a two four. 
24. Showstop at 24. Um, you can catch me on my analyst, analyst.co um, at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A 249. Showstop at 249. Um, and yeah, you can catch me within on my um you can catch me also on my podcast Instagram, uh, podcast.senpai. Um, on my Instagrams, you'll see a link tree there. You can find me at all my other places. You can find some of my social medias, and you can find me on my other podcast. Shout out to MMA for Marks, my MMA podcast. Shout out to the Orlando Tragics podcast, my Talking Shit podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, did I tell you? Freaking, I, I we were supposed to record, but I was watching Money in the Bank, and I got so shit faced. We didn't even get a chance to finish recording, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I mean, you know, if you want to hear me talk shit, totally unfiltered, because, you know, I got to have a little bit of a filter on these podcasts. So yeah. if you want to hear me completely unfiltered, you know, go ahead and you can catch me on there. But, um, yeah, uh, that's about, uh, that's about uh, all I have for myself. Yeah. Uh, join us next week where we actually do episode recaps of the summer animes going forward. Uh, we just want to give you our thoughts on what we have seen so far. And then uh, we're going to review, along with you, B-Star Season 2. And Stranger on the Shore from the Funimation movie. Uh, we'll definitely check out that uh, Netflix anime movie to talk about that. Uh, definitely a lot to talk about, more news. And please, if you have any questions, send them to the Eat the Cake anime group. We'll answer some questions. We need to get started on that somehow. Yeah, but, yep, uh, yep. but yeah, uh, until next time, arigato, anato ofaku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan!